1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by David McDonald. A fully recovered David McDonald, I'm pleased
0: to say. Oh, no, really? Uh, no, unfortunately not. It's uh, been a fucking shit week for both of us. We both have had uh, less than desirable weeks, but uh, we're, we're here together to uh, share the joy of New Japan Pro Wrestling, specifically pro wrestling in general. And uh, we're going to have some fun and kind of get our minds off our woes and our troubles, and uh, with the help of our faithful listeners. Why? Because we do it for you. We don't do it for us. This is not for us. This is for you. And uh, there's plenty to fucking talk about, for sure. Plenty of stuff that we need to get off our chests about uh, New Japan and and all, all that has happened in the past week. And Joel will help drive that ship.
1: Let's start off with the Pants Up, Pants Down segment. Jeremy says, Colt Cabana work in New Japan shows. Pants up or pants down?
0: Pants down. Pants down. Um, to me, it's a... Uh, I, again, not that I don't like Colt. Don't I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. I just don't know. He worked Noah. Um, it's, you know what? With Colt, too, every time we were in Japan for uh, the past couple of years, we would see him because he would work those Noah shows. Um, and he would always be at Todacon, we would always bump into him at Todacon. Um, and he seems like a cool dude. Uh, um, but ah, uh, you know what? Nah, I can't. I can't put the pants down. Pants are going to stay up for Colt on 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 the New Japan shows. Sorry.
1: Okay, uh, Kevin says Snapchat video of Joel in his sumo outfit. Oh, that's a pants you, down. You promised you weren't going to share that with anyone.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't. I wish I had this. Uh, no, I don't have this. Uh, pants down you have, you have a, you have a, tell me you have a, a, a sumo outfit is, is this true or is he just busting balls
1: no, I was just making a joke oh, I, I want to give congratulations actually to the winner of the Hatsu Basho Tamawashi in what was a thrilling Basho I know Damon you're not fully on board the sumo bandwagon yet but there's still time great sport so well done Tamawashi if you're listening get in touch with us yeah. uh, next one uh, pants up pants down Nick Foles is free agency
0: Oh, boy. More more Nick Foles talk. Um, look, that guy won this city a, a fucking Super Bowl. And that might not mean anything outside of North America, but that is a big fucking deal. And that guy will never have to buy a beer or a, or a meal in this city ever again. And go make a lot of money, Nick Foles. You deserve it. M- make all you can because uh, you will always... Always have a soft spot uh, for all the residents of this great city of mine. So uh, I'll say pants down because he deserves every fucking penny that he gets. For a guy who, who, Joel, no joke. So I'll give you the real quick Nick Foles story. Eagles drafted him, invested in him, worked out okay. We got new management. They got rid of him. They traded for this other quarterback who sucked the ass of life, Sam Bradford. Um, Nick Foles goes off to the Rams, doesn't do very well. And he's like, I don't even know if I'm a good quarterback anymore. I don't know if I if I should even do this anymore. And he thought about getting out of being a quarterback. Eagles sign or draft Carson Wentz, who is like the future and he is like the the, the cat's meow. Everybody's falling over Carson Wentz. He does very well for the Eagles. They win a lot of games. They're making the playoffs. He gets hurt. Nick Foles, who was signed as a backup back to the Eagles, just as it's just like a uh, backup. We like you, just come, comes, wins playoff games, wins the Super Bowl for the first time in the Eagles since like 1960. So he's he's Saint Nick. He's fucking Saint Nick. So uh, and he's, he's he's and again, a lot of people throw around. Oh, he's a great guy. He seems like a great guy. Let me tell you something. I been I am in the locker rooms. I know who's a great guy and who's not. Who's really an asshole and who's not. Uh Nick Foles is a great dude. Never had a bad interaction with Nick Foles. I've had I haven't had a million of them. Never had a bad interaction with Nick Foles. So, uh I am all about the Nick Foles pants down make money Nick Foles. Thank you.
1: Yoshihashi getting his own strong zero flavor, tasteless and flat to match his <laughs> wrestling style.
0: Um so uh Pants down. I tell you what, if you got a, if you got me a strong zero with Yoshihashi's face on it, I would I would at least try it. And if it if, if it wasn't as if you as if it wasn't exactly as you had just described, uh, I might be disappointed. Like if it were full of flavor, I'd be like, wow, I don't know, this is what I expected. Um, pants down on the Yoshihashi strong zero flavor.
1: Someone needs to get us in touch with Suntory and get some sort of sponsorship deal. I don't, obviously we're too lazy to do it ourselves.
0: Yeah, I do not even know how to do that. But yeah, if somebody could make this happen, that would be great. Because here's the thing. Is there any other show in the history of internet broadcasting that puts over the strong zero as hard as this show? I mean, there's not, there's not a person that listens to this show that has gone over to Japan at any time that hasn't at least tweeted us or shown us or has referenced a fucking strong zero. I, I, I mean, I... I I brought some back with me and uh shared some with some friends and they were like, Oh, this is fucking great. You know, after the first initial sip where it's like pure gasoline you're drinking, pure petrol. Um you know, after that first sip, it's it's great. Um We have done more for the strong zero brand than any other show, and god damn it, we should be we, we should have Somebody from some Tory contact us and at least give us at least give us fucking strong zeros. At least find a way to make that happen. I'd be thrilled with that.
1: Um, yes, we, that photo of us outside Tokyo Dome holding up our strong zeros—that should be a fucking billboard statement. You would
0: think, right? That's a
1: masterpiece.
0: I agree. There's there's no great. I look at that picture. I'm not gonna lie. Every day, I look at that picture every day. Uh, and Oh yeah. And then there's another one where it's, it's us like giving it uh, a cheers. And it's just, it's just pictures of us holding the strong zeros and you know, clinking cans. And it's the way the sun radiates off the cans and everything, it's, it's beautiful. It makes me cry. I love it. Um, so, yes, please contact us. We would uh, love to have you as a part of the Super J cast
1: pants up or pants down finally having a young line fight back against uh, Suzuki slash JY white etc to break the mold of them just being useless fodder which they can parlay into a future push I'd be pants up for that I I don't like it I think the young lines should always be getting beaten up by the big stars
0: yeah I mean that's part of I mean let's let's kind of equate this back to 80s or 90s wrestlings they're jobbers right and until you don't become a jobber, you're a jobber, and that's that's their role, right? They're there, they're there to learn, and they're there to be beaten up, and they're there to make the chanco, and they're there to uh, wash the feet and take off the boots. That's part of the deal. So, um, you know, if one were to fight back as as the method and, and the way that they. No longer become a young lion. That might be might be interesting, but for the most part, no, they're there to take punches and to take chairs and to do Boston crabs and uh, wear black tights. That's 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 what they do.
1: I will add a caveat to that. Actually, I've been rewatching. Some of my favorite matches from 2018, because I still need to do my match of the year ballot for Voices of Wrestling, and I went back and watched that amazing Goto versus Suzuki match for the Never Openweight Title at Wrestle Kingdom 12. And there's a moment there where all of the Suzuki Gun guys try to run in and spoil it, but then the Young Lions get their moment and they hold back the interfering Suzuki Gun guys, which I think that's about as much as I want from a heroic Young Lion interfering with yeah. something that the main roster guys are doing. I thought that was a nice moment.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay. I will give and I'll and I'll give you that. And uh again, there's a big but they're are you know when there's pull aparts they're they're in the mix. You know, they're there to pull apart people. Um they're also there to take and it was, punches. <laughs>
1: it was two young lines for one member of Suzuki King. So like Kanamaru had two young lines holding it back. Desperado had two right. young lines holding it back. So I think it was done in a way that wasn't uh Making the main roster guys look weak.
0: Yeah, I agree. If it's done properly in that, just like as you described, that's 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 a perfect scenario for me. That that's that's where that's where that begins and ends.
1: Uh, pats up or pats down. Minoru Suzuki's Mohawk. Have you seen yeah, this?
0: You, oh, you just sent it to me, right? Yeah, it's pretty badass. Look, you know, I'm 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 his age. He's a little bit older than me, as a matter of fact. He looks so much cooler than me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he just looks like fucking... You know, there's... There's something to be said about a guy in his 40s and 50s. Like, let's put it this way. I'll I'll complete one thought here today, eventually, guys. Don't worry. Um, Compare Chris Jericho and his try-hardness to Suzuki and his I am who I am. Like... Like, I think, to me, Suzuki and his I am who I am, shoulder shrug, fuck you, this is what it is, is is a thousand times cooler than a Chris Chris Cherico. Cherico. Chris Cherico. Chris Jericho, try-hard rock and roll guy, if you know what I'm saying. Right? I think everyone would agree with that.
1: Pants up or pants down? Uh, this is from Liam. Going to Tai Chi's birthday party at Loft Nine in Shibuya, which is open to the public at four thousand yen for a ticket.
0: Wow! Well, I mean, everybody knows we're Loft. It's like right there, right, 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 at the, right, at, right in Shibuya, right? Um, how much? Forty. What is that the equivalent to? Four thousand yen. Okay, four thousand yen. So, right around forty bucks, bucks, something like that. Forty bucks. Let yeah, my, let me get my converter. Up. Let's see here. Let's do some quick math, Joel. You say four thousand.
1: Yeah, so four thousand yen uh, is thirty-six U.S. dollars,
0: give oh, or take. I would, do, yeah, absolutely. We paid thirty for fucking folly. Yeah, I would do that because you know it would be good. And you and I, I will say this: you know what else would, would be there? Lot of lot of lot of the young ladies would be there, right? They'd be good. I would do it. I would absolutely do it without hesitation, pants down. As matter of fact, get, get somebody get me a fucking ticket and a plane ticket. I'll go. I'll go right now. I'm in.
1: Yes, that's what I want to hear. I've. How long has it taken me? Like about six months, and I've converted you to being a tai Chi fan.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I know. Listen, I don't. I won't go so far as to say fan, but um, like a like. Here's the thing. I'd rather I'd rather go to a party than see him in the ring. <laughs> be quite truthful, because you know the party's gonna be great party's going to be fucking great. I bet you be, you'd be eating like sushi off of people. Like he seems like that kind of guy. You know, like he's going to go all out. You know, how you have like the nude model and you pick him sushi off of off of a I'd want to or see something. you
1: doing a cartwheel at uh Tai Chi's birthday party. Oh, that would boy. seem appropriate.
0: Oh boy. I don't think anybody wants to see me do any type of cartwheel. Well, they do, but not until I lose a bet. So, uh I don't think I oof. Again, uh, we talk about, we joke about this cartwheel shit. I ain't done a cartwheel in fucking years, and I guess that's the humor of it—to watch me fall on my face. But uh, nah, see, I'm not a big party trick kind of guy. I'm not. I'll sit in a corner and drink, but I'm not gonna fucking do a cartwheel at a party.
1: Keep that one in the locker for future, for a special (laughs) occasion.
0: Yeah, New York, New York, New York. Uh New York's gonna be fun. I'm already uh I'm already excited for uh the possibilities of what New York will bring. So um maybe maybe there. Maybe we'll, we'll think of something there. All right, one more pants uh, down?
1: I've got two more for you. Oh. Uh Teek says Nick Jackson's hairline.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Uh, look. <laughs> that thing's been that thing's been waving goodbye for for quite a couple couple of years. Uh listen, Shawn Michaels this is uh it's their favorite. Yeah, uh, so just gonna emulate up to the end. Uh, look, uh there's nothing. To, what is he gonna do about it? You know what I mean? Like, I hate that. Should he shave it? Should he just get rid of the hair? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's. You, you, uh, what are you gonna do? You, what you, you're just gonna let your hair grow long and just to cover up the spots, and it's just. Knows. It'll turn into
1: like a Hogan thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a problem when your hair is your gimmick. You know what I mean? Like when your hair is your gimmick, that's and that goes bye bye. You know, either you're you're getting plugs or you gotta shave it. And don't get plugs because they, they just they just look like shit. I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? Like speaking of you were talking about you two earlier. Um I mean, Bono is a perfect example. Like this fucking guy's got plugs, and it's so obvious. It's just like, you know, yeah, own it. it. Yeah, but you know what? If you're Bono, how do you own it? How do you how do you be bald Bono? Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but yes, uh, pants are not down. Pants are up because yeah, you got to own it and just do it and it's going to hurt for a couple couple weeks not going to lie it's going to hurt for a couple weeks but just do it and be be suck it up put on your big boy pants and and shave that that fucking head
1: and it will help us as viewers tell them apart during a match which when they're flying around 100 miles an hour as they do it's quite difficult so there's an added bonus nick if you're listening you can't tell them apart Mm, takes me a while. Yeah, I, I have to look carefully.
0: Okay. Right.
1: I, I don't know. I, Am I alone there? Am I, I stupid, business? Anyone else who's having trouble telling the young bucks apart in the middle of a match?
0: <laughs> no, Get in touch. I, I we'll, we'll create I a support have. group. I don't think I ever have. Uh, I, I, um, they, they, they don't look alike. I mean, they wear the same things, but you really, honestly, this is no joke. You, you have trouble. Picking him out in a match, like as the match goes on. Look, if if there was a spot
1: happen, like let's say they've just done a Meltzer drive, and you were to say to me who was doing the the flippy bit and who was doing the drivey bit, gun to my head, I'm not sure I could tell you.
0: Wow. All right, all right, then shave it. Give 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 Joel some help. Um, picking picking him out. can let me ask you this. Let's. Do you have trouble with God?
1: No. No, not at all. you can pick them out. They no problem. Different.
0: I, I mean, they I don't. know. Look, look,
1: okay, so Matt has got the the big sideburns, right? Yeah. And, he, and he's usually selling his back. Right. Okay. And Nick, Nick has always got the bandana on. So, yeah. But what I'm saying is if it's in the middle of a fast paced spot and they're flipping and diving and doing stuff, then it's hard. No?
0: No. <laughs> I mean, I, truth be told. Like if I were going to take all the tag teams, I think they're probably one of the easier ones to be like. Okay, that's that's who's in the ring. Um, Show and Yo, you have no trouble. No, they they look different and they okay. wear different outfits as well. They do. Wait, um, yeah. I, um, I'm I'm just aiming the teams here. Uh right. No, nope, you have no e- problem. Evil and Sonata? You, 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 that was the one I was going <laughs> to say. Are you, are you right with that one? That you can pick them out? Okay. They're taking
1: a bit of practice, but yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Let's, you're catching on. All right. Uh, where, where last, we're one. Oh, last one. Last
1: one. All pants right. up or pants down. Right. This is something that you said to me, Damon. Oh. Pants up or pants down for Flip Gordon being back from injury in time for Madison Square Garden.
0: Oh. I'm worried about these fucking Madison Square Garden shows. And not for the reasons that people are thinking I'm going to say. Because we're going to talk about that. Trust me. We're getting there. Um, there is a lot, a lot of online activity with hashtags and all this stuff, this, this road to Madison square garden or whatever, you know, and I hear it all coming from the ring of honor side. I don't hear a new Japan person tweeting anything about Madison Square Garden but all I've heard in my very limited exposure online is all these Ring of Honor guys talking about road to Madison Square Garden which which has me worried <laughs> that we are going to see a lot of Ring of Honor at these Madison Square Garden shows, at, at this Madison Square Garden show. Uh, Flip, Gar- Flip Gordon alerting everyone that his injuries are, are going to be just fine, and he'll be just fine to make it to Madison Square Garden. I, 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 I am not, I am pants buckled, secured, and fastened at the idea and the notion of a Flip Gordon at Madison Square Garden. I am really look. There's only so many spots on this show, right? Give, give me an over/under number of of how many matches you think are going to be on this show, Joel. Uh, eight. Eight was a good a good solid number I had in my mind as well. It was that was a that was a number I had in my mind. Now it might be nine, it might be seven. Who knows? But eight is a good, solid number. How long do you think this show is going? <sighs> about t- it can't. It's not going to go too long, like uh, because again, this is Madison Square Garden, and we're talking about unions and shit. And if it goes past a certain time, the concession people, the uh, you know, they all have to get they, they get paid overtime, and that, that your costs go through the roof at that point. Like a union person on overtime. You don't want that, uh, so you figure seven o'clock. It says it on the tickets a seven o'clock start. You figure they're gonna they're they're done by eleven, um, and I'm thinking closer to ten thirty. So I'm thinking like three hours. Three hours.
1: And what we what was the question originally? Uh, Over under on so, number so of matches.
0: So eight, eight matches. How many of those do you think are going to be tags? I guess my point being is this: there's only going to be so many spots. Like, there's going to be disappointment for this this Madison Square Garden show. I get a strange feeling people are going to be disappointed with this because Ring of Honor is going to want to have their people on there. New Japan is going to have want to have people on there. There's only so many. I mean, what? <laughs> How many people can we squeeze on? Are we going to have like a a, a Russell Rock Rumble at the, at Madison Square Garden, a Battle Royale? Yeah, um, I was gonna suggest that. I mean, right? Are we gonna have a, a never six man schmaz to fit people on a show? If they do that, I'm going to be truthful, and I would be okay with that. Uh, you know, if they treat this as, okay, matches after intermission are singles matches that are important matches. That that people are excited for, um, will they do that? Right now, I'm I'm fifty fifty. I gotta be truthful. I'm fifty fifty. You would think that they would. You would think that that main event would be banging. I I, I don't know. I don't know, at this point. Um. So, again, we know that there's going to be Ring of Honor involvement, and we, and we knew that from the jump. How much? I don't know, but if we kept it, you know, a lot of these people on the undercard, that would be ideal, but you know, we're going to get a ring of honor heavyweight title match somewhere on this show, right? We know we're getting that. Are we getting ring of honor tag team championship defended on this, on this show? Are we getting that too? All right. So there's two out of your eight. I got six matches. What are we doing? How? How? And, and if you figure you want an inter, a uh, do you want an intercontinental title defense? Do you want a, a heavyweight title defense? Like what? What? What titles are being defended here? We're all hoping it's a it's it's a heavyweight title defense, but there's no guaranteed fucking tease for this. I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit worried, and especially with all the stuff that happened just this past week.
1: now uh, with Genesis off the table. I think it's a fair assumption that the winner of the New Japan Cup will have to get the title shot at some point, and if there's no sacrogenesis, then surely it's got to be a MSG.
0: Okay, I mean uh, uh, that's logic for you, and I, I would I would say that that's an accurate statement. <clears throat> I'm 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 worried that you got ten pounds of shit and you're trying to shove it into a five pound bag. Um. And again, it's just it's just all the noise I hear about Madison Square Garden is coming from the Ring of Honor side, and I don't hear shit all from it from from a New Japan perspective, and that does have me a little bit concerned because I don't want I don't want a lot of, not I I I know I know when I bought the ticket <laughs> as we opened the show with it <laughs> um, we bought the tickets we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Uh, no one, I can't say no one, but I think it's a safe statement that the majority of people that bought tickets, look, let's be truthful. The majority of the people that bought tickets were under the assumption that Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, and Cody were going to be involved in the show, right? I think that's a, that's a, that's a safe statement. So then... The next tier would be they want to people who want to see a legitimate, I've never been to, to Japan, I don't think I'm going to make it to Japan, so here's my opportunity to catch New Japan Pro Wrestling in the United States at the world's most famous arena. Now these people are a little bit skeptical. And, and then there's a tier of, oh, well, I'm I'm here for WrestleMania weekend and I might as well just see as much wrestling as I can. And then underneath that are Ring of Honor fans who are going specifically to see Ring of Honor talent, right? I'm worried. and I think everybody else is too.
1: Don't be worried by the lack of New Japan announcements because they always play it like that. They keep the cards very close to their chest because they don't want to announce things until they've got the full card confirmed and everything in place as we're going to discuss later on. So I don't think you can read too much into that. And I don't know about you, but the only reason I've flown over to New York is to hang out with you again, of course, and (laughs) to find out, along with yourself and Eric, why exactly Johnny Gargano is so violent. So whatever happens at MSG is just a bonus. So we'll probably be too drunk to care at that point. So let's just enjoy it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I don't think that they're going to run... A huge venue like that and not try and put the best foot forwards they'll figure it out somehow
0: i i have faith um i have faith and yes i think i agree with all the statements that you said uh in regards to a new japan side of things and not hearing a lot of buzz about madison square garden i i understand again i just i'm seeing a lot of ring of honor stuff and i don't and and i guess the icing on the cake is flip gordon saying that apparently he'll be at these shows. But here's a, here's a, here's a, you want a positive? Because, again, that's what we're all about here, bringing the positivity. Oh, my wife just walked in with with uh, uh, delicious treats. Right? Thank you, dear. Uh, oh, very nice. Um, what have you got, David? I, ha- I have a uh, a monster because I need my energy because I have none. And...
1: Not your cat, Monster.
0: No, no, not... Oh, look at you with the cat... No. Uh, and a uh, delicious non-diet uh, helping, but still, because I'm sick, I deserve it. Uh, a cheese danish. Mm. Yes. Nice. It's a good yeah, choice. Yeah, Always, I like oof. that a lot. Um, here's some good news. You want some good news too? So, uh, as part of all the... Other uh, shows that are going on, you know, other other promotions are announcing people that are showing up. Uh, Minoru Suzuki will be at uh, uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. That is on Thursday, the 4th, right? Uh, he'll be there, Which which leads me to believe that he'll be also at, and again, nothing has been announced, but let's just speculate. You know, he is a British tag team champion, Joel. Right, So Rev Pro, I mean, if Suzuki's already in Jersey City, New Jersey, all he has to do is just hop the ferry, and he's right there in New York City. So uh, let's let's let the speculation run rampant. At at the very least, we know Suzuki uh, should be at Madison Square Garden and possibly a Rev Pro appearance. So that's a positive right there, right? Pants
1: up, and pants down? Mineral Suzuki versus Flip Gordon.
0: Pants. Oh, <laughs> see if it were just Suzuki like
1: beating the shit out of Flip Gordon for yeah, ten minutes.
0: If it were like a like a like a like a pancreas match, sure. Uh, you know, uh, you know. <laughs> Did you say pancreas. <laughs> yeah, isn't, isn't it how it's pronounced? How do you pronounce it? Pancreas. Uh, what I say, pancreas. Your pancreas is your internal yeah, organ. <laughs> it there, I can't. You know what? Here's one thing about this mate, on this fucking show, is that I can't pronounce anything. I have all I can do to pronounce English words, let alone. Now, what did I say? I said pancreas, and it's pancreas, right? Pancreas. Pancreas. Yeah. All right. Not pancreas. <laughs> My favorite pro wrestling promotion is Kidney Stone. They they were really good. Do you know about Kidney Stone in Japan? They were. They were pretty underground, <laughs> fucking stink. All right, can we change the subject, please? Yeah,
1: I, okay. I'm going to bring a question in here. It was a Twitter question, but I feel it's relevant now given the way that this conversation has taken a turn. Tony says, "Why all the hand waving of CMLL and ROH talent recently? Like it or not, those relationships remain important for NJPW." Now they, we, I, to, to be fair, I think we've been quite positive about the recent signings for. Ring of Honor, yes. Uh, so, I don't know. Have we been hand waving? Have we been unfair?
0: I think. I think when it comes to, um, some yeah, I, yeah, I would agree. I, I think we have been. To be fair, we have been. Um, we've been very. At least I can speak for myself, Joel. That I, I personally have been pretty dismissive. Um, they are important relationships. I would say the CMLL one more than the Ring of Honor one. But the Ring of Honor one is important. So let's let's you know. It's hard for me to get excited over Ring of Honor. Um at least right now there's really not a lot of people that are connecting with me when it comes to me forking over money to watch live, right? Um but that's okay. The, they're they're a promotion that has peaks and valleys. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be 100% excited about everything that they do. Um, I'm going to ride the Ring of Honor wave and and praise them when I feel like they're doing well and not praise when they're not. Um, it's just not something that's that's connecting with me right now, Ring of Honor right now. Uh, and Lucha Libre has never connected with me in, in any f- any shape or form. It's not just, it's just a style that I just can't, I can't sink my teeth into. So, um, yes, on this show, it might be a little bit difficult. If you're a fan of both of those, yeah, yeah, you're, you're not going to hear what you want to hear. Cause I, cause I'm not a fan right now of, of the product that ring of honor is putting out. Um, and I've never really been a huge lucha guy. So yeah, I'm over for two for that one. And, okay. But, moving. But, but, but I am a big, but I am a big fan of pancreas. So, just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Next
1: up, we got uh, an announcement about this Kenny Omega documentary, which we mentioned a few weeks ago, which will be on TSN called Omega Man: A Wrestling Love Story. It will be Wednesday, March twenty seventh at seven thirty PM. Uh, This is the official description. Winnipeg and Kenny Omega brought beauty, intimacy, and gay-friendly messages to the macho world of wrestling. He also happens to be the best wrestler on the planet that you never heard of. Omega Man, a wrestling love story, introduces Canada to this unknown superstar and his phenomenal rise to stardom as he turns the international wrestling industry upside down. Uh, What are your expectations going into this?
0: well let's let's talk about what t s n is so it, that that's like the the canadian equivalent of e s p n and e s p n always puts out these great documentaries um thirty for thirty um and again i don't know if it what i don't think is t s n associated with e s p n um i think so like when i get like i have this i sometimes pay for this service where i get canadian t v <laughs> and um I'm trying to remember. I think so, right? Um, it, it, that's so. That's a big deal. Look, I think we talked about it before when when uh, it was first announced that there was going to be something along these lines, and you know, and what it could be, and what it could mean to a lot of people uh, who follow pro wrestling, who have someone that they can look up to and and latch onto, and and you know and follow, and feel comfortable following, right? Um, I think it is groundbreaking. I think it's, I think it's, t- t- fuck, I, I really, I, I mean, I'm not even just saying this just to be like, oh, let's play it safe, Joel, and and let's make sure we put over this because that's what people do now. You know, that's not it. It really isn't. I, I can't imagine being, uh, you know, going to wrestling shows, in the 80s and 90s um, and like if you're a fan of pro wrestling and you happen to fall into one of those demographics that you know was I mean just a verbal abuse that you had to put up with and just the uncomfortability of just everything around you and the whole the whole business being centered around just like was described as macho and it's just like, oh, like how can you be and I'm sure it's
1: still a problem today yeah. I mean, I mean, I would love to hear from listeners, but I'm not uh deluded enough to say that yes, wrestling at all levels is a safe space for everybody because no, I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure there is a lot of situations where certain wrestling fans are going to feel uncomfortable going to.
0: Show. Absolutely, but but it ha- but it is dare I say night and day. I'm not saying that it's co- completely solved and is completely um, you know, that you know, that element is completely eliminated by any stretch, but it's. I mean, you watch. You you know. You watch some of these. You know, house shows. You know these WWF E house shows, or even and oh like NWA shows, and like you're just like like how did they get like how? Oof. Yeah, you you. It's it's embarrassing. Like that's what helps give pro wrestling a bad name. Um. So anywho, I think it's I think it's fantastic and and I can't wait to see it. Um I and I just hope it delivers because it does have an opportunity too. And that's and that's not to say that Kenny Omega should do anything that he's not comfortable doing. Um but I I hope it I hope it is. I hope it I hope it I hope it opens eyes, I hope it opens ears and I hope it um I hope it does Here's what I really hope it does. more than anything else, I hope it does exactly what Kenny Omega wants it to do. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, like whatever message, even if there isn't a message, but if there is a message that it, it is delivered the way that Kenny would want it to be delivered. That's the only thing that I ask. And it sounds like uh, from all the people involved that this is this is going to be something remarkable and special. So fingers crossed, I think it's a great thing and you know maybe this is maybe this is something where um we see more of this in in you know and I think let's give credit too to a certain degree and again we're talking about pockets of people who um when they wake up in the morning have to to you know deal and cope with a lot of different things um whether it's you know People's reactions to who they want to be, or you know, when they wake up and it's like, you know, their their mental state, right? Um, uh, you know, the documentary that they did on, uh, uh oh my god, why am I having a, uh, a, uh, a, 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 my, I can't think of the guys who's at the NXT announcer, he did, we did New Japan, Mara Renano, yeah. Um, I mean, I like, the, I think that was one of the first ones where it was like, you know, more than just, oh, he was a hard wrestler and led a hard life, and, 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 you know, that's, this is his story, you know? Um, this, this is, a, this is a little bit more than that. Um, and I think more of these type of things where you're exposed to people that you look up to and you think are doing a great job, but that, you know, struggle with, with um, the, the, the issues that, that he does, you know, it's, it's eye opening. And if this is, Again, if this is an opportunity for Kenny to expose people to um, a different way of thinking and a different way of, of of thought and a different way of treating people and a different way of looking at pro wrestling, then I'm all 100% for it. So I'm excited for it. I can't wait. This is more in line with what
1: myself and I think a lot of other people were had in mind when Kenny Omega is talking about change the world and things like that. So I hope he's given the creative freedom to express himself and like you say get his message across but that said right am I totally out of line am I being unreasonable for wanting this documentary to come out and say this storyline with me Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi is supposed to be us as lovers what I don't want and again tell me if I'm out of line here I don't want them Something wishy-washy like, oh, it's open to interpretation. It's whatever you want it to be. If you see them as as friends, they're friends. If you see them as lovers, they're lovers. Like, I, I want it to be c- clear, black and white. Yes, this story with Omega and Ibushi is a gay love story. Now, am I out of line for wanting that
0: to be made clear? No, because that's kind of like what I was alluding to in a sense of that's that's where – that's that's where I think it, the importance of the of the story is. If if in fact that is true, if it's not, then then it's not. You know what are you going to do? I don't want him to make up something. Um, but if it's true and he's comfortable in discussing that and and comfortable and in and having that be the focal point of the documentary, I think that is where the biggest gains would occur, right? And I think that's where the biggest. Positive steps would occur. And I think that the people that follow Kenny for – it could be that reason alone or partially that reason or a sliver for that reason kind of feel – like, and I'm going to speak for them. But I'd be out of line in speaking. But I, I I, I, think that's where you're going to get the biggest positive gains, right? Um, I, Right. I don't want it to be – it's open for interpretation. You could have it any –
1: yeah I don't, it's a technical term for that queer baiting when you are sort of alluding to a gay situation but never actually delivering upon it
0: i, I, I look I, this is I'm so out of my league you know what I mean like i I, I can't speak for what makes like a, 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 a an entire community feel threatened or not threatened or whatever I can only use my dumb bl- logic. Right, which might not always be the right answer to you know. So I can't speak. Okay, I've looked it up. I've okay. looked it up queer bait. This is Wikipedia. Queer baiting is a practice
1: of hinting at, but then not actually depicting a same-sex romantic relationship ah. between characters in a work of fiction, mainly in film or television. The potential romance may be ignored, explicitly rejected, or made fun of. Now, okay. is it totally unreasonable for me to say, by that definition, that the Golden Lovers stuff in New Japan at least has bordered on queer baiting?
0: Yeah, you know what? I had heard that term before and it was used to describe Sway, the band because Brett Anderson um you know said he wasn't but he but like there was there's a lot of imagery and a lot of the way that they presented themselves as a band you would think that you could you could you could make the conclusion and some of the things that they say in their lyrics and um yeah so they they were accused of that back in by enemy and q and all those magazines um all right but, but i mean yes uh, yeah i mean by that definition yes again here it, i don't want to feel like i'm walking on eggshells with chris charlton <laughs> uh but it's more of a like I, I don't feel confident in in saying what people who are gay or transgender or you know, like I don't feel like I have the the authority to speak for them. So maybe having somebody we'd like who to hear from you. On here. listeners.
1: Let us know. Yeah,
0: yeah, let us know.
1: Schrödric Chopat, he, he's our uh, they they sorry they are our official. Uh, LGBTQ yes? consultant of the show. Don't we have? So I thought we
0: had one, right? We have one. Chaz
1: Monroe. Chaz Monroe. So yeah. get in touch with us, Chaz, and please let us know. Are we totally yeah. out to
0: lunch on this? Yeah. Are we? Are we out of our fucking skulls on this one? Um, yeah. Yeah. We have a consultant. Let's 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 get to the experts. And uh, yeah. So again, our position again being, this is a great opportunity for Kenny. If this is uh, go go all in as they say, and, and on this documentary. That would be the, the best way to move forward with this, I, in my my opinion. If we're out of line, let us know.
1: All right, let's uh, move on to the next story on the agenda. Let's lead in with a question. So King of Scotch style says, I realize with the government shutdown, visa issues... Uh, will have played a role, but I can't be the only one in thinking that the new beginning in the USA cards are the drizzling shits, can I? NJPW should be more organised with regards to visa checks, etc., and ensuring the talent can make the trip, no? I'm a relatively new NJPW fan, thanks in part to this show, uh, podcast, not the tour, but even I know that there could be folks seeking refunds for this nonsense. Do you think it's an acceptable card? Furthermore, if the point of the show is to get LA Dojo talent exposure and a chance to work, surely the ticket prices should reflect that. So, big news story that came out in the week uh, when these New Japan, New Beginning in the USA cards were announced and there was only one Japanese wrestler on the cards, that was the Great Okan. And a lot of people were understandably disappointed and angry because they were expecting people like uh, Yuji Nagata, Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, who were not on the cards. And then New Japan... made a public statement a few hours later and said that basically it was out of their hands, they tried their best, but because of the US government shutdown, they simply weren't able to get visas for all those uh, Japanese wrestlers to come and make it over there. Now, we know that New Japan have got a policy, very much unlike other companies who shall remain unnamed, where they want the advertised lineup to take place exactly as it's stated. They don't want to hide behind cards subject to change bullshit. And they set January 24th as their personal deadline. The visas weren't even close to being ready or being even processed by then. So they scrambled to do what they could to save these shows, to keep actually from keep them happening, by replacing guys like Liger, Kojima, Ishii, Roppongi 3K, Goto, Nagata. I think they were people that were all expected to be on the show. These are guys that are not taking part in the show. Uh, Japan-based New Beginning shows. Um, I think a lot of people have said this. There's been good chat about this on the Voices of Wrestling flagship. And I agree. Uh, The PR statement should have come beforehand, well before, to prepare people for this. Uh, That's the tried and tested methods that you let people know beforehand rather than having it come in afterwards after people have got given people a chance to get angry about it. Um, And it's not their fault. It's not their fault at all. I don't think you can square any of the blame in terms of the visas with new japan they're a very well organized company and you know that it must have absolutely killed them to have to change their plans and angles that have been set up at new year dash like we had at new year dash ishii nagata facing off and cobb and goto so we know that they were hoping to deliver these but it was just out of their hands they paid these applications in november which should have been plenty of time it always has been but the shutdown was after that it was just before christmas and we know whose fault it is. I I don't want to make this show get political, Damon. I've been told off about that before. But, you know, if you want me to point fingers at who's responsible for this, I I could give you a few names, but I'm not going to do that here because that's not what we're discussing. Um, There is an argument for not buying tickets blind, that you should wait until the cards are announced before you make a purchase. But to me, at this point, that's kind of redundant because... If you do sit on your hands and wait for things to be announced, there's a very real chance that it's going to sell out before you've got a chance to buy it. And by the time that card's announced, there might be no good tickets left, or there might just be no tickets left, and it, it, it's too late for that. So it's all well and good scolding people, saying, "Oh, well, you should wait until the card's announced." But you know that the the, the horse has bolted, that ship has sailed. You know, it, we are moved past that, and we're in an era now where, when a show is announced. You have to guess. You have to make an assumption. Think. Okay. Well, what's the venue? What's the capacity? What's the the timing of the show? Who is likely to be on this card? What have they delivered in the past? What am I reasonably likely to expect? Uh, you know, there's some shows like a, a Wrestle Kingdom or a Dominion or whatever where you happily buy tickets in advance without having a card, and that's because you know that you're going to get a good show. But for these. You know, to be honest, I think the level of the shows was pretty clearly messaged. Uh, they said that the quote was talent not on the Japan shows. In terms of the venue sizes, the face offs we got in New Year Dash, we know what we we're going to expect here. And I honestly, I don't think the cars that they've announced are that far off what was hinted at. And I think people calling for cancellations and refunds, I can't can't agree with that at all. I think that's not an appropriate response to this. um so obviously this was not their fault but but maybe people will lose trust which might not be the worst thing in the world because maybe in future then new japan will have to work harder to announce their cards earlier and there will be a bit of the buy beware situation and we might move towards uh, a state where you do have a chance to wait and see what the card is before you buy tickets. Um, what are your thoughts?
0: Well, I think you touched on a lot of the the the, the, the thoughts and feelings that a lot of people had um let's 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 go down the the timeline. You know we got wind that there was not going to be any uh Japanese talent minus you know uh one, one, one who's on excursion. Uh, probably about an hour, maybe, but two hours beforehand, right? To about two hours before the the shows were released, we got word. Um. So, uh, there, in no way, shape, or form, and I and I and I've seen opinions and thoughts and and comments ranging from everything from oh, New Japan is is just covering their ass. Somebody forgot to file the fucking paperwork, which is just mind-blowingly ridiculous. But okay, believe what you want to believe. Uh, All the way down to, you know, New Japan has no blame in this and, uh, you know, know, buyer beware. Um, And I kind of fall somewhere in the middle in the sense of, one, you're right. In this day and age, you have to take everything into consideration. Okay, New Japan is, is announcing a show. Where? Okay, it's here. When do tickets go on sale? Great. Uh, how, many, how many seats are there? Um, what, is, what is the anticipated buzz for this show? In other words, you have to line up and think, okay, let's compare when tickets go on sale to what you know, when is the actual show and who might we see. A lot of times you're not going to have the answers to all of those questions. So you're buying tickets on a little bit of blind faith, a little bit of uh, what they've produced in the past, and the expectations of the show moving forward. Look, I don't think anybody expected a government shutdown. And whether you believe it's one one party that's the cause or the other party that's the cause or a combination of both, that's neither here nor there. The end the result is it was, uh, you know, federal employees weren't being paid and governments were shut down and things were slowed down to a crawl in, in a lot of different departments. And again, everybody all of a sudden became experts in working visas and how long it takes. And, and if, I, mean, I, I saw people I mean, for 150 days thrown around like, like, you know, they're experts. Stop it. It's different. It's the and, it, and here's the thing: it's not just New Japan Pro Wrestling applying for visas. There's a million other people applying for visas. Um, no one expected this to to occur, and New Japan may, tried to salvage what was a a situation that they did not expect, and nor did they want. Um, in no way, shape, or form did they were these the cards that they originally went into saying, okay. We're going to go with these. They scrambled. They got talent. They, they put together a show. Um, th- this is part of the danger of buying tickets in advance and not knowing a show. But that's the nature of what pro wrestling is to a very large extent. Um, you're buying a ticket to a brand. The problem is is that people feel like they bought tickets to a brand And they couldn't deliver on the brand. In no way, shape, or form does this feel like a New Japan Pro Wrestling show. Let's be truthful, right? Um, And I know that the talent, there is talent there that works for New Japan Pro Wrestling and are on the shows, but we all know what we mean by that. Let's not, you know, fucking mince words. and Let's not, you know... We know what we mean by we were, we were expecting a New Japan Pro Wrestling show. Okay. Uh, that being said, look, I know that you don't agree with it, Joel, but I don't necessarily have that big of, of a hand wave to people who might be interested in in a refund, right? A cancellation of the show... I don't know if we want to go that, to that extreme, but for people who are wanting refunds, I think they have a valid argument. I really do. And I think New Japan should be accommodating to those people who want a refund. Let's not hide behind cards subject to change because that's horseshit. That is a horseshit, horseshit excuse. Things happen. You know, but if somebody paid $100 for a ringside ticket for a New Japan Pro Wrestling show, I think they have a valid complaint to say, hey, I'm not going to go to this show and I feel like I'm not getting what the marquee is advertising. I feel like a refund might be in order. I don't think that that that's a stretch. I got. I got. What pick, do
1: you? What like do you a, think? So it would just pick you up on that. What do you think was clearly advertised that has not been delivered here?
0: A new Japan Pro Wrestling show. Right. This. This would be to me. This would. Uh, it. Again. I know that there are people that work for New Japan that are going to be on the show. Juice Robinson he spent time in the... Do- Rocky Romero, absolutely. Um, Trent Beretta, sure. Even Chucky T, sure. And, and and there are people that are working in the dojo um, in California that are on this show, and that's a good thing, too. It's, it's, it's not what people were expecting. Now, again, the people that were expecting, I was expecting Okada and Tanahashi and Naito. and uh, You pump the brakes. That's not what we're talking about here because, but, you know, Ishii, I, it's, I, 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 you got a Ring of Honor show. You, you got, this is what this is. This is a Ring of Honor show. With, that are that that are going to be performing in a in a in a ring with a New Japan Pro Wrestling apron. This, that's what this is, right? We can admit that. That's, okay, that. that's okay. And I don't think people who bought tickets. Let's put it this way: If they did announce this show, if they if they had announced this show with this lineup, do you even think they would get the tickets that they got sold right now? No,
1: I I think they would have done fewer numbers I think people made assumptions about what was going to be on the show Um, and again based on stuff that was not unreasonable assumptions, like I said, stuff that was hinted at in New Year Dash and then the New Beginning Japan cast came out and it made sense to look at those cars and think, okay, well, this guy's not in it. This guy's not in it. This guy's not in it. I think they're going to be at these USA shows, so I'm going to buy a ticket to the USA shows. But, and... that,
0: that, but that was even before. like Those tickets went And here's another thing, too. They knew about these this Nashville show. They knew about the visa problems before, and then they put tickets on sale. You know what I mean? Like, this this visa thing didn't just pop up yesterday. They, they kind of had a clue that this, this visa situation was going to be a problem. Uh. And they, Okay, so
1: you're saying that they should have told people well in advance as soon as that the visa things were starting to become an issue that, hey, there's a, a, there's a chance because of these visa issues that we're not going to get any Japanese guys on the card.
0: Maybe maybe not for all the shows, but, but and again, they, they were caught between a rock and a hard place with, with that Nash- Nashville show. But they put the tickets on sale, what, last week, maybe a week and a half ago? And we were still in the midst of this shutdown shit, right, that was impacting all the visas. Right, And again, at the very basic core crux of it, if I buy a ticket, and again, I don't know who's going to be there, but I don't think anybody who bought a ticket to, for these shows went into it thinking that this was going to be the lineup. And if this were the announced lineup, if they went, okay, this is the lineup. This is going to be headlined by Juice and Trent for the U.S. title, which is going to be a great match. I really and here's the thing too. I think a lot of the, the, the I think this, this, these shows will be really good because I, I think everybody's going to go in there with a chip on their shoulder and be like, well, fuck you, I'm going to prove something, and they're going to work their asses off. And I think everybody on that show are are, are good workers, right? So I, I I I really feel like they'll these are going to be underrated shows. But that's not the that's not the point here. The point here is they bought these tickets, and if they knew that this was the lineup. I don't think half of these people would be going. I already know people that aren't going. They're just like, I'm not going to this, right? That's and I I think it's a fair thing. I don't think anybody was sitting here thinking they they were going to get Okada Tanahashi at the Grady Cole fucking center, right? I don't think anybody was, but there was some expectation of, I, I give me give me something, and and again. It's not New Japan's fault, per se, that the visas didn't go through. But it is what it is. I don't think... And A lot
1: of people made plans for long journeys. Yes. And I do feel sorry for people who have booked flights or hotels and things like that. And, you know, it's too late to back out of that.
0: They got nothing. They got nothing. They, They... I mean, I mean, I, I don't want to disrespect the people that that work in New Japan, and, and me saying, "Well, this doesn't feel like a new," but but to me, this is you know, these people are they want one, two, three people that they don't see all the time. I mean,
1: okay, so it's out of their hands. What should the company have done, or what should they do now to make this right?
0: Well. Again, I, I, I sort of agree in the sense of you saying that they should have announced that, hey, there's problems um, before the, 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 the show was announced. That probably would have avoided a lot of um, the, the pushback that they did receive. They waited to the last minute, um, to hoping that some kind of resolution, something, some miracle would happen where these visas get through and then they can move forward. Um, that's what they were hoping for. It didn't happen. I think that if the, if people are interested in a refund, and again, that doesn't mean I'm going to sit through half the show and then ask for a refund. No, that means you contact something somewhere now, and you say I'm, I'm exchanging these tickets, I'm turning them in, I, I want a refund. I think that that should be t- that should be done. I really do. If people are 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 looking to do, to do that, um, that I think that's what should be done. All
1: right, yeah, you make a good point. Very convincing. I'm coming around to your way of thinking. Maybe they could uh, give us some free merchandise or something. Give them so, a nice T-shirt.
0: Maybe a T-shirt. You know what? Maybe a T-shirt. Maybe it's a maybe it's a free meet and greet, right? Maybe it's um, um
1: Shibata. Shibata meet and greet.
0: I mean, listen, you... you. I, I'll go so far. So, well, Shibata's going to these shows, right? So you've got a ticket. You enter the building maybe a half an hour early or an hour or whatever they feel enough people can get what they need. You know, you get one autograph, you get one picture, keep the line moving, but a free meet and greet that 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 might be something that could help you know you know satisfy people. Um, again, I, I got a, I got a Joel I got a Morrissey rule, and 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 my Morrissey rule is this: I never buy tickets in advance for a Morrissey concert never why because it's a running joke at this point where he cancels mid-way through a, a, a tour and you you're beat you you're not i've had morrissey shows c- canceled the day of the day of never buy a ticket for morrissey in advance never right and and that kind of lends to this like there's a, it's rare that it's got to be a special show for me to buy tickets in advance Madison square garden I'm buying tickets in advance you know, a lot of these, uh, uh, the Rev Pro show, I'm buying a ticket in advance. If you want a good seat, you got to, um, I feel bad for the people who, who invested money in this and are disappointed. I don't feel people who thought they were going to get a Wrestle Kingdom main event. You got to follow the product and kind of get an idea and a gauge of who's coming. And we told you, we kind of, we kind of spelled it out to say who's, who, who we thought was coming and who wasn't, um. This is a crazy scenario. I don't expect headaches like this to happen again. But I, I do feel feel bad for people who invested and wanted a New Japan experience. And they're going to get a real watered-down New Japan experience. But, again, I, I would say go to the show because I really feel like the show, with the people that are on the show, it'll be a good show. I, I, I promise you that. I think the feedback we'll get is – that that show was really good and everybody busted their ass. John asks, with all the government
1: turmoil affecting these new beginning shows, turning them into ROH shows, do you think this affects NJPW's future U.S. expansions? And Rob asks, how badly do you think the visa issue, new beginnings U.S. cards affected the Western expansion and the perception of NJPW in the U.S.?
0: Um, I think, I don't think it'll be that impactful to be truthful. Um, I think I think everybody knows it was uh you know there were circumstances beyond their control um I think maybe if they try to run that same building, you know there might be people that are like, well I ain't gonna get burned again um but I think overall I think' we'll, they'll be okay I think they'll be okay if uh let's put it this way Dallas will be uh, a nice you know see how. The, the, the temperature of the fan base and, and i don't think dallas will have any problems to be honest with you
1: okay tim says if njpw was here last year and focused on expansion why in the world did they not get longer visas do you think going forward they'll do that because of what they just went through now i, I know this is the thing that you mentioned about everyone being a visa expert but do you have any working knowledge of visas and about getting longer visas or multiple entry visas or, or whatever.
0: Okay. So I know I have a friend who um, uh, lives in Australia and she has been trying to get a visa to move to the States because uh, her, you know, who has become out, you know, who was our friend, they've become very close and friendly. Um, she's, she's been applying. And and there's only a certain amount of people that can get and I don't even know if it's the same thing or I'm sure there's different levels of working visas. I, I don't know. Uh, here's what I do know. Like I know she's she she's a very important person. <laughs> like she like I don't know how we became friends with her. She's that important. Like we have impor- I have important friends that I don't like. Why are you friends with me? I'm a I'm a fucking nobody. Um she's had she's had difficulties. Um Bands have had to cancel tours uh, because of visa issues. I I don't know. I'm not an expert. I really don't. Literally, this is the first time I've actually had to Google visas in the U.S. You know what I mean? Um, It's a pro wrestling company. And I know that this might shock people, but they really do look to cut corners. and They don't really – they're not really that – that spend the – they're not throwing money out the window. Um, every penny is accounted for. So maybe in the future, they do go for the ones that last longer. I don't know who has them. I don't know who doesn't. I don't know when they expire. But I think this is a lesson learned for the company, and I think they'll, they'll learn from their, their mistakes and moving forward.
1: Uh, now, here's an interesting one. Uh, two questions, actually. I'm going to put these together. Uh, Brian says, regarding the existing visa issue now, do you think it will affect Kashida's planned U.S. venture? or US company applying visas will be less of a hassle than an overseas company applying visas for overseas talent. And Kick Russia 99 says, For conspiracy, Damon, do you think Vince told Linda to use her connections to make it hard on New Japan to get those visas?
0: No, I don't think. I don't think the words New Japan Pro Wrestling have ever come out of Vince's mouth directed to Linda McMahon.
1: But Um. going to the Kushida thing, if it was Kushida, if they needed him, within the time period this shutdown was happening, do you think, <coughs> excuse me, they would have been able to pull a few strings and get him in on time?
0: On the record, I doubt it. On the record, it. it I'm, I'm sure crazier things have occurred, right? Um, I just find it, I would find it fucking amazing that Kushida would be... A sliver of anything going on in U.S. politics, right, just with everything that's going on in the world, that somehow Kushida is somehow in the mix of the U.S. political landscape uh, and a favor being turned in to have Kushida show up in Brooklyn. Oh, fucking what a world we live in. Uh, uh, Yeah, no, I, 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 I hope not. I doubt it. I mean, who knows, though? This world is a crazy world we live in. Well, let's
1: preview some of these cards then, because we've got a lot of shows next week. Starting on Monday at uh, Kraken Hall, we've got Road to the New Beginning, and uh, let's just have a flick through this card and see if there's anything that stands out. The main event of that it's a no time limit elimination match between Lij team of Shingo Takagi, Bushi, Sonada, Evil, and Naito against El Desperado, Kanemaru, Taichi, ZSJ, and Suzuki. That should be fun.
0: Yeah oh, man, I'm I'm letting that sink in. That, that should be fun. We've we've said it a thousand times, but L I J has those multi man tags down to a science. So um yeah, that should be a nice that should be a nice fun, intense. Man, that that might be a must watch. That might be put in the must watch list, that's for sure.
1: I always like the added caveat of the elimination feature of the ten man tag.
0: Me too. Um, yeah, that should be good. That's 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 on the must-watch bucket list. Go ahead.
1: Uh, Tuesday, again, Karakon Hall. We have got, uh, let's see what's jumping off the page. Oh, the main event. Special singles match. Hiroshi Tanahashi yeah. against Kushida. It's a goodbye yeah. match.
0: Speaking of speaking of Kushida. Yeah, that'll be emotional, right? I bet you that'll be... Uh, again, we talked about this uh, on the show uh, either last week or the week before, how... A lot of people, this is their first one. This is their first doctor, right? This is their first goodbye to the doctor. Uh, so uh, this will this, be full of emotion. I think the match will be great too. And uh, I'm sure there will be a tear or two shed. Um, now, let me ask you this. Does this guarantee us a couple beers in? standing at the very top of the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, that we uh, that we see uh, an orange vest and a handsome young Japanese man walking down the aisle, uh, looking at his wrist as if it were a wrist watch. Does that guarantee that we see that come uh, April? I was going to say, at the very
1: least, we would get him sitting in the crowd and waving. Okay. But in terms of him being booked in an actual NXT match. I don't know. I don't know if he's if he's going to NXT or if he's gonna be straight into two oh five live or what. I Don't know what to expect. I
0: think he is prime just just tailor made for NXT. I really do. I really feel like I, I really feel like he is prime NXT, and that's and that's a good thing. I'm actually excited for him to be there, and and that's and that's weird for me to to say. Like I was not excited for Ricochet to be there. I was not excited for Kyle O'Reilly to be there, even though they've done you know many great things already. Um, I'm excited for Kushida to be there. I think I think I I really feel like he's he's tailor made for that NXT brand. Who would you book as his first opponent?
1: Let's say he's on that takeover card.
0: I think he's, you know, I would love to see an undisputed era. I would love, and, and, and he was strong, or, or uh, Cole, or Kyle, or Bobby Fish, or any, any of that pack. I mean, we know what they can deliver already, and I just think that would be just fantastic. Um, and, and again, we already know they have that roster. He's worked with, and, and he's had great matches with already. Um, yeah, that, that I think I think he, he starting there, you you can't go wrong with that. That'd be beautiful.
1: Ricochet, that'd be a nice one as well. Yeah, they must absolutely. have worked
0: together in the past. Yep. I mean, it's just so many. There's so many options you can go. I just think it, it just gives him just a, such a fresh perspective. Again, as long as you just don't fuck him up with with some nonsense gimmick. Um, that there's that more of a hindrance. Yeah, just let him be him. He's He's got charm. He's got charisma. He's got lovability. Uh, just leave him alone. Leave him be and and let, let him do what he needs to do. But of course they won't, but, you know, you, you know, wishful thinking. And
1: then we have another Road to the New Beginning show on Wednesday in Miyagi and some stand-up matches. We've got a pair of singles matches. We've got Bushi against El Desperado and then we have Shingo against Kanemaru. And... We also have the main event, a never weight six-man tag team championship match between the champions, Ishimori, Tangelo, Tamatonga, and the challengers, Yusuke Toguchi, Toriyano, and Togi Makabe. So that's a rematch right. from the New Year Dash. So yeah. you expect the titles to change hands there.
0: You would think, right? You, you would think...
1: I thought they were going to change it. Dash. I was quite surprised when they didn't because I thought six man would be something nice and fun and easy for Toguchi and Yano and Makabe to do, and I thought it was a fun team. I thought they had good chemistry together, and I was surprised that they kept the belts on GOD. So yeah. maybe this is the time to flip them.
0: Yeah, just to give these, just to give the show a little something special. Um... Yeah, if you're going to change any title, never six man title is always a safe option just to give them a little you know, throw the dog a bone a little bit. Uh yeah, let's let's go for it. Let's let's say that there's a, a a a a title swap on this show. Let's let's do it.
1: And on the same day, we have the New Beginning USA show in the California Globe Theater. So, first match we got Alex Coughlin against Clark Connors, who are two Dojo guys. We got Jonathan Gresham against Tyler Bateman, Colt Cabana versus Shane Taylor. Tag team match, Brody King and Marty Skull versus Killer Elite Squad. I think that should be pretty good. Uh, special singles match, Jeff Cobb against another young line, Carl Fredericks. David Finlay against Chuck T. Could be interesting. And then main event, special tag match, one night only, raponky Vice. raponky Vice, Rocky Romero and Beretta versus Tracy Williams and Juice Robinson. David, so- for people who are going to these shows, give them something to get excited
0: about there. Okay. Um... Chucky e. T and David Finley. I think that'll be a, that'll be a good match, and they're going to give them time, and they're going to give them uh, a, a spotlight on a show that you don't, you know, you you wouldn't expect them to have on a show in Japan, right? So that's a positive, and they they will they will deliver. Here's another positive: what you're seeing, and again, you will be some of the first to see. Are some of these young lions at the LA do- dojo getting a nice little taste of in-ring action, and I think that's an important thing. And you will see the growth, the beginning steps of that growth for a lot of those people in the LA dojo. Look, these shows are not what you wanted. <laughs> I I, under- I understand that, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask of you this and I don't ask much of our listeners, especially ones specifically going to specific shows, uh, I would be shocked if you walk out of that building and say, oh, that, wasn't, that wasn't a good show, period. Now, you might be going into that building saying, this is not what I bought a ticket for. This is not what I expected. I think at the, by, the, by the time you leave... You're gonna be like that was a, they, they they worked their fucking asses off and they went out and, and and put on a really good show. Not what I expected going in, but my expectations may have been lowered or whatever the case may be. You're you're gonna walk out of there feeling pretty good that you spent the money on this show. That I'll I'll give you a, a thumbs up and give and 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 trust me on that one. Trust me on that one.
1: Friday, we've got the next New Beginning USA show, the North Carolina Grady-Cole Centre, opening with Carl Fredericks against Clark Connors. John Schuyler and Colt Cabana versus Shane Taylor and Lance Archer. Third match is the Great O'Connor USA debut match. Tracer X versus Great O'Conn. Tag match, this one looks pretty good. Jonathan Gresham and Jeff Cobb versus Brody King and Marty Skull. I think that'll be enjoyable. Yep. Special singles match, Alex Coughlin versus Davey Boy Smith Jr. Tag match, Tracy Williams and David Finley versus Rocky Romero and Chucky T. And the main event... IWGP US Heavyweight Championship, Juice Robinson versus Beretta. I think that'll be a very tasty main event. Any chance that that title changes hands?
0: They might they might throw somebody a fucking bone. Um, I'll say no. It's not they're not going to do it. But they might try and do something just to shake it, you know, just to shake it up a little bit. They've already fucked with the booking. Ghetto's probably, you know, ready to jump out a window at this point. Um and you know. The fact that again, one night only, the return of Uh, for Pungie, uh you know, they're <laughs> they, thats not something that they do. <clears throat> that's not something that they want to do. You know what I mean? Like that just goes against the grain, and it's just like, fuck it, we gotta do something. Uh, so uh, there, there, there's another example. That main event's going to deliver, and here's the thing: you're going to get that main event anyway. Right? That that was going to be one of those main events on that show. It's not a
1: bad. I mean, the whole tour was built around that one, surely. I mean, that was going to yeah. be your flagship match for the whole thing. So yeah, that one has been changed at least.
0: Yeah, I think I think that that one's good. Again, I understand. Look, I understand where people are like, uh, but you uh, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But I, I think I think if you decide not to go to that show. I think, I think you'll wind up being disappointed. I think it's going to be a good show. Everybody's going to have their working shoes on. Um, again, I'm beating a dead horse. We, we, we get it, Damon. All right, uh, that, that's not a bad show. All right, go ahead. What else we got?
1: Okay, the Saturday show, Tennessee in the War Memorial Auditorium. We've got Carl Fredericks against Alex Coughlin. Uh, Jonathan Gresham and Colt Cabana versus Shane Taylor and Lars Archer. Holland Bravado versus Grey O'Con, uh, Clark Connors versus Marty Skull, Jeff Cobb versus Brody King. And the main event, Chaos versus Lifeblood Elimination match. Tracy Williams, David Finley, and Juice Robinson versus Rocky Romero, Chucky e. T, and Beretta. Now, that is not a sexy card, but I think we might see a payoff to the Chucky e. T thing on this main event.
0: Um, I think... I guess the question would be, is what um, expense and what um, what what has gone into getting these shows filmed and uploaded and because that's going to dictate whether there's any title changes or angles or whatever you're not going to do this and go dark and be like yeah we they, we changed the title, but we have no footage of it we We're talking a lot about how. The, the working wrestlers are impacted by these visas. I'm curious to know what other production people are impacted by this. What uh, social media teams, you know, they're, 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 they always have people running around with cameras there um, that are part of the company and part of the team. So what staff, um, how does this impact merchandise? Right. Was that was that impacted in any way? Um, again, we're all f- focused on not only the uh, wrestlers, but 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 what about a lot of a lot of the production team and the and the backstage people and the staff and the New Japan people that you know are working a show. Technically, does that impact these visas? Does, does that have any impact as well? So I'd be curious as the overall presentation of the show as well and how that is impacted. Um, with all these. So again, another question mark that we're not really going to know until the day of the show.
1: And then we have at the weekend on Saturday, the new beginning in Sapporo Night 1, starting off with Ren Narita versus Yuya Oemra. Then Toe and Manabu Nakanishi versus Shoto Umino and Ayato Yoshida. Tiger Mask and Hiroyoshi Tenzan versus Takumi Chinoku and Takashi Izka. Ryusuke Toguchi, Yoshihashi, Tomaki Honma, Toriyano, and Togi Makabe versus Taiji Shimori. Chase Owens, Yujiro Takahashi, Tangalo, and Tamatonga. A special six-man tag match. Shingo, Bushi and Naito versus Desperado, Kanemaru and Taichi. Then we've got a pair of special singles matches. Sanana versus Suzuki and Evil versus Zack Sabre Jr., which is a match that we've been promised for a very long time and they never actually delivered on, so I'm quite excited to get that. And the main event. Here's an interesting one. because got Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Bad Luck Fale and Jay White. So a couple of interesting singles matches there. And just looking at that main event tag match, Okada, Tanahashi, Fale, Jay White. What are you taking the pin there?
0: Yeah, I was just, gonna, I was just about to ask you that one too. Um, that's a good question. You would think if you were doing a pecking order, Fale's taking the pin. I kind of find it hard to believe Fale's taking a pin. You could protect You
1: could have him taking a Rainmaker and then a high fly flow. And him getting pinned by that, I think, doesn't weaken him at all.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that's probably the scenario I see. Unless, I mean, you wouldn't have Tanahashi take the fall again. And I, I don't think that you would go Okada. So I'll say Fale. I'll say Fale. But yeah, it's got to be an impactful... Uh, thing I, I wouldn't necessarily say you have to super protect Fale but uh, something where yeah it's it's not it's not going to be uh, a weak finish it's got to be something pretty impactful so I'll go that route as well and
1: then night two Sunday February 3rd in Hokkaido we have toyohanari versus Yotatsuji, Tiger Mask and Nakanishi versus Umino and Yoshida Renarita and Tenzan versus Taka and Izuka Toguchi, Honma, Yano, Makabe versus Ishimori, Yujiro, Tangelo, Tamatonga. Yoshihashi, Okada and Tanahashi versus Chase Owens, Farley and Jay White. Then sixth match, IWGP Junior Tag Team Championship. Shingo, Takagi and Bushi versus El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Now, we're all expecting this Shingo, Takagi singles run to happen at some point this year.
0: Is it too
1: early to, for them to drop the belts and have uh, I mean, on, 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 Suzuki you to take them yeah. back?
0: Yeah, and looking at it, it it does feel that way. But it's not like they haven't done that before. And again, this is all on people like us speculating that Shingo is going to get heated up big time come the summer months. Best of the Super Juniors, all that stuff. Do 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 you do that now? Hmm. I don't think it would damage anybody. I don't think it would damage him because you know Bushy's taking a fall, right? I mean that's 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 clear as fucking day. If if when when those titles get dropped, you know Bushy's taking that fall. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with it because here's the thing: you're giving it right back to the to the to the anchors. You're giving it right back to the rocks of the, uh, and I don't mean uh, the Dwayne Johnsons. Uh, you're giving it right back to the to the the solid force of the New Japan Junior Tag scene.
1: I don't think they're taking it, and the reason I've just looked this up on the um, Fantastic Mania card in Krakow. This is on Sunday, January the twentieth. Uh, doing a bit of investigative work here. The third match. No, actually, I'm <laughs> I was going to say I, I thought at some point on this tour I'm trying to find it. That I, I was so uh, proud of you for a minute there that I thought that someone from Rapongi 3K got a pin over someone in that team. Uh, No, I take it back. I thought they'd done something on Fantastic Emania to set up Rapongi 3K, who were wrestling as Fujin and Raging. I thought they'd done something to set up them challenging or having the right to challenge Shingo and Bushi for those titles later down the line. And I could still be right. I'm just struggling to find it at the moment.
0: All right. Uh, Something triggered in your head. Something... uh... Something jarred a memory, so that's, I would not want to be surprised if it did happen. So, all right, then why are we doing this, may I ask? Like, why why not just give Roppongi 3K the title shot?
1: Well, because they were supposed to be in the USA wrestling against someone else. Uh,
0: that's true. Maybe
1: they were going to do Roppongi 3K versus Roppongi Vice. That would have been fun.
0: Hmm. That would have been something, wouldn't it? That would have been a lot. That would have actually been pretty, pretty fucking cool. Uh, all right, but they, all right, well, they're not going to be there, so just change it now. Nobody would care. Would anybody care? Nobody would care. Do it now. All right. Uh, while you continue, because I know it's burning a hole in your head right now. Um, I got it. I found it. See? It mean?
1: was in Chiba, Wednesday, January the 16th. And it was the second match with Fujin and Reijin versus Shingo and Bushi. And Fujin got a pin over Bushi. So there it's you all go. set up. There although, you go. I mean, those are non-canon. So, yeah. but you know how New Japan work; Those little breadcrumbs. You see that? You think, huh. Yeah. Maybe something will come of that. Good work so by you. See, picking... I, knew, yes. I knew you would come through yeah. with. Give myself a round of applause here.
0: Well, fucking done. I know there's people screaming in their cars saying, but Sho and Yobi. You know, We did it. We did it our own. We didn't need your help. (laughs) We did it.
1: So there we go. Shingo and Bushi to retain in that match. Uh, The seventh match, we have the IWGP Tag Team Championship. Very, very tasty match. I'm excited for this one. Sonada and Evil versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki. Very difficult to call. I really like the idea of ZSJ and Suzuki being Tag Team Champions because... We'll just see more of them in Tag Team action, actually, because I love their stereo pile-driver finish, with Zack doing the Zack driver, and Suzuki doing the Gotch-style pile-driver. I think it's just it's an awesome visual, having that happen at the same time. Uh, but it's uh, really difficult to call. I mean, maybe if you want to have one of Sonata or Evil pushed in the New Japan Cup, you might want to take the tag team titles away from them. But I just... I feel that they... Are the anchors of the heavyweight tag division at the moment, and they've been pushed so heavily, it would seem strange to take the belts off them so soon. But either way, I think we're going to get a really fantastic match.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think we'll see a title change. Um, and I think because I think from us, while for us, it feels like it's it's a more interesting dynamic having Zach and Suzuki be. This dominant tag team element, and exciting and interesting matchups, and 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 again, Evil and Sonata can challenge again, and and then still be in the mix. And it would, st- I would, you know, just even if they did lose, it doesn't mean that they had to go away. Um, Stretch out a couple of rematches. Yeah, I mean, you you we we don't have to be one and done with this. With that being said. I don't know if the company themselves are too keen on having Zach and Suzuki tied up in tag team nonsense. Um, again, for us, it would be a wet dream. For them, I don't know if it's something that they're they're committed to. We'll see. Uh, but I don't think we'll see the, ta- the tag title change here. I, I think the safe the safe thing for me would be evil and Sonata successfully defend and uh, hold on to the titles I don't necessarily know if we split them up now um even with the new Japan cup right around the corner but um personally I would rather I would love to see zach and 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 Suzuki have a title run a deep title run because I think there's more possibility of fun stuff um even with evil and sonata in the mix. And the 8th
1: match, main event, IWGP Intercontinental Championship, Tetsuya Naito versus Holy Emperor Taichi. Now, there's a couple of interesting caveats to this. One, this will be the third of this LIJ versus Suzuki-gun title trilogy. So, you kind of think, do you really want to have LIJ winning all of those? Is that going to make Suzuki-gun look weak? Another thing to this could be maybe you have L.I.J. getting the clean suite. They all retain their belts. They do the roll call at the end of the show. And then, bang, Hiromu comes back. And we have a nice feel-good moment in the ring at the end. Another issue is at some point you expect this big Naito push to be coming this year. So that means you've got to get the Intercontinental title off him somehow. And I think you also need to heat up Chi to be a credible G1 contender. And I know we had that cup of coffee with the Never Openweight title, but there's enough variables here that I've just outlined to make me doubt the outcome of this match. Because you glance at it and you think, oh, well, open and shut, Naito's going to win this. You, you can't be losing to Chi. But, you know, you never know. With a bit of a bullshit finish, it would not necessarily make Naito look weak. And... Also, I would just like to know your thoughts on what we can expect from this match quality-wise because we've seen two matches from these guys before, both of which I thought were really good. So I think it's reasonable to expect something in the four-star range.
0: Oh. All right, let, let, let's work our way back here. Work our way front. We'll dress that last. One, it's as of this recording, January 27th. I think we got plenty of time to have, if if we had to, and I'm not even saying that we have to, but if we have to take the intercontinental title off of Naito, we have plenty of time. We don't need to do it in February. Um, it's what is it going to take to 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 just you know turn up the gas a little bit on Naito to heat him up for Wrestle Kingdom? Not much at all. Can I throw one more thing in quickly? Yes, yes.
1: Presumably, the winner of this match will not be in the New Japan Cup as the Intercontinental title holder, and the loser will go in because they won't have a title. So I don't know if that's something to think about, which of these guys would be in the New Japan Cup. I don't know if there's a possibility of Naito winning the New Japan Cup and getting a shot at MSG. I don't know. Just throwing that in there.
0: Right. Okay. Um... I I don't think Naito loses. I don't think there's any rush to take the title off of him right now. I don't think that there's any rush to 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 heat him up. He's fine. Um and and I think a screw job finish, I think a nonsense finish. I I think that would do more to piss people off than to have them look away and be like, "Ah, it was a bullshit finish" and 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 we're doing it to you know, make Tai Chi uh, a star. That's I. I think there's more negative to that than positive, to be truthful. And again, again, there's no need. There's no rush. There's no. There's no. You know. There's. We're not on a time clock here. We got plenty of time for that. Doesn't have to be there. And um, I think the New Japan Cup does play a factor in the sense of you're right. That title holder is probably not going to be in it. Not going to be in it. So. And I think theres there's more of a upside of Tai Chi being in New Japan Cup than Aito being in it and winning it. Uh, so yeah, I'm going get hold- one or
1: two good singles matches under his
0: belt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think what you're alluding to in your last statement was a cartwheel death match. This would be the f- third or fourth.
1: I think this might be the fit. And I'm feeling bad about this because I feel like I should be putting something on the line because be I'm nice. putting myself into no loose situations here because I'm offering
0: nothing. Nothing. It really is all me. All me. I've everything to lose. And that's not a bet, is it? Well, the well the the bet, well the bet is me just being confident. I mean again, let's 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 think about let's let's go back in time. This is just about me saying that the guy can't produce. Right? That's really what it was. It was the, the guy can't produce a high-quality New Japan-style main event. Can't do it.
1: Are you ready to backtrack on that
0: yet? Well, it depends on what you're willing to put on the line, Joel. Well, no, I was just
1: thinking in terms of the fact that he had a very, very good match with Will Ospreay at yes. the, Taylor the last year. Yes, And I and think a match that states his claim to say, yes, he does belong in... The upper, well, not the upper echelons, but he, he belongs as a credible heavyweight
0: wrestler in New Japan. Um, he needs to have the right opponent. He is he again. Goto obviously was not uh, that that opponent. Uh, Naito may possibly. He's had the proofs in the pudding from matches before Osprey, of course. how how long do I have for this match when is this match taking place Uh, this will be next Sunday so a week from today yeah so I gotta give you a decision today what about whether we're having a cartwheel death match yeah (laughs) I think so do you think that's fair all right, so it's four stars or above. See, I don't think I'd... I, I, I think... I mean, it could be done. I'm not, I'm not feeling confident about this, so I need you to put up something too. Okay, so that means if it's... By whoever
1: is judging this... Right, you pick if the it's less than four stars... Yep. If it's less than four stars, then I have to do something.
0: Yes. If it's four or above... I will do the cartwheel, but if it's three point nine 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 and less, uh, you have to do something. Now that will be. I
1: suppose we could use the the grapple app for this.
0: Yeah, that might be a that might be a good idea. But
1: they're not sponsoring us, so no. Let's not no. use the
0: grapple app. If All they right. want to sponsor us, get in touch. You know where to find us. Yeah. Um. No, you pick the three people. You pick the three three uh, voices, pardon the pun, that you feel represent uh, a fair and an unbiased uh, score, whether that be Dave, whether that be Rich Craich, whether that be Joe Lanza, whether that be uh, Brian Mackey, whether that be uh, Claire or Kyle, or whoever you want. You pick the people. They'll be they'll – be- Frazier, anybody you want. Those three people will pick, and we'll do it. Now, I cartwheel deathmatch. I officially accept. If you do not, uh, if, they, if they do not reach that four, Joel shaves his head.
1: <laughs> no, I can't. I can't <laughs> sign off on that because why? That's something that I, my my wife has got to agree to that as well. Uh-huh.
0: She, 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 she doesn't look at you. She closes her eyes. She, come on. <laughs> she, <laughs> she closes her eyes and kind thinks of think Tai Chi. Yeah, she's thinking, you know, it's fucking Naito or something. You know? Um we, 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 let's we gotta get this sorted because if this match is Sunday, I'm doing the cartwheel. What are you doing? Are you doing a cartwheel? Uh I could
1: try and do a cartwheel, yeah.
0: Right. That, well that, listen, I'm not, I'm not All right, I'm, it's a
1: cartwheel deathmatch. cartwheels on the line cartwheels cartwheels around
0: all right let's do it fuck it done done
1: uh and wait who who has to see this cart? like obviously you get to see the cartwheel. yeah does it have to be
0: right um
1: does it is it something shared on social media
0: let's put it this way it it might be and and but here's the thing you got we got to give each other the it's okay to share. Like if if I give you the okay to share, then then fine. Then it, that's what it is. Then we're good to go, right? But if I'm really like embarrassed by it, you, we got to respect each other's privacy on this, right? Deal. Okay. All right. I mean, the listeners are like, well, who the fuck cares? Then if we're not going to see it, <laughs> uh, but there's a very good chance. Listen, I'm not that. I'm not that bashful. I just don't want my fat fucking rolling all over the place, and, and then it all over the. I, I don't need that. Um. So we'll see. We'll figure it out. But yes, it's on, it's on like, uh, Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan. All right, very good. All right, well,
1: that wraps up our preview for the new beginning <laughs> uh, following this week. So let's dig into some of the questions then. Um, Discord questions. Lone Magician says, if Nakamura comes back, is his ceiling still the icy title, or does he drop?
0: I don't think He drops. If anything, yeah, was, I would think if
1: anything, you want to elevate him to yeah. make the most of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he, I think, I think Intercontinental's the floor, to be honest with you. Uh, and especially
1: if he, you know, he's made himself a star uh-huh. over in the states, then you might want to be capitalising on some of that star power. I mean, this is a guy who won the Royal Rumble last year, <laughs> one of my favourite exactly matches right. of the year, uh, a well, very fun match. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Yeah. And is that tonight? Uh,
0: Royal Rumbles tonight, right?
1: Yes, yeah, that's right. For some reason, I volunteered to write or help write the review for Voices of Wrestling, which
0: is wow, be amusing. What the fuck are you thinking? Uh, Rich
1: said that I could review the show entirely through the medium of uh, Shenmue references. Ah. So, yeah, those are my terms.
0: Oh, well, listen, you—you, you, this is going to be a, a stellar article. Everyone, everyone should should uh, chime in Monday morning and. Uh, and get in on that one. That's, that should be fun. All right. Well, there's three other
1: people reviewing it as well. So
0: it's not going to be complete shit. I, d- I did them before. I did. I think I, did, I actually did a Royal Rumble one before I was involved in the panel, in the panel I love discussion. Royal
1: Rumbles, Damon. They're they my favorite. Yeah. Do you think there's yeah. any
0: surprises tonight? You think Kenny Omega shows up? <laughs> oh,
1: definitely. Yeah. He's still on the contract, but uh, that's not going to stop him uh, breaking his contract nah, and doing something highly
0: illegal listen, the, the government shutdown, that, that that affects everything, right? So there's no courts. It's, it, we, I live in a lawless nation right now. Right? It's pure, unadulterated anarchy here. Uh, people just running around in the streets shooting everyone. Uh, it's its its madness. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kenny Omega just says, fuck laws, and just shows up. That'd be great. Who do you think is winning? I don't fucking know. Um and, like, I say that, like, not even, like, I, I don't really watch the – I don't even know who they're uh, – All right, so you figure WrestleMania, I mean, Brock's not in it, right? Brock. It's Brock and um, uh, Finn, right? Yeah. Uh, so it eliminates those two. I think uh, a lot of people are saying Seth Rollins. They're still pushing that guy, huh? i don't know are they <laughs> you're asking the wrong person i mean god that she was like all right uh yeah you think wow that i don't know if i well uh, fine seth it is then what about braun Strowman? how's braun done? well
1: he was one of the people alongside john cena who were advertised for this show despite the fact that uh WWE knew full well that they were not able to perform, that they were both injured. Are they well, having no, a visa problems? No injured. No? You, no. no. <laughs> Braun's injured and Cena's got film commitments, but they ah. just decided to advertise him anyway because it's a very big venue and they are tickets to sell.
0: Oh, uh, what fucking pricks. Man, I tell you. Is there outrage on this? I mean, it seems like everybody's bitching and moaning no. about New Japan's... <laughs> no? Nobody's complaining? No, the
1: again a good, good discussion about this on the voices wrestling flagship. Uh, Stockholm syndrome comes to mind.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a that, good uh,
1: the, that the, these use fans it. have been so badly abused that they've normalized this uh, obscene behavior.
0: Really? Huh? Yeah, I th- you would think there would be outrage if, if they, those two were specifically announced. Yeah, and they knew they weren't going to be there. Correct. Wow. Man, people just fucking put up with like they just. It's like (laughs) so. uh, We talked about this. I mean, they will.
1: I might end up looking really stupid. They might appear on this show. I mean, I can't completely rule it out, but it seems extremely unlikely that they will be on the show.
0: Okay. Um, We talked about the Roomba, right? That 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 fucking vacuum cleaner. Um, and again, it's more of. what is, what is, what is my, oh my god! I literally just lost my point of why am I talking about a vacuum cleaner? Uh, I forget your beds. Are you going to tell us about your lovely <laughs> beds? <laughs> I'm dying to tell you about this new bed that we have that we use. I just <laughs> want this story in the podcast, David. <laughs> so we've got to tell the backstory. So yeah, we talked before the show, and i I'm, I'm telling the story about how uh, uh, we took back this. This Roomba because it wasn't ready for prime time. We just didn't think it worked anything near as advertised, and um, and I and we got a bed uh, in this in this room that has gotten a lot of use now more than this vacuum cleaner ever would because I've been sick. So you know, and and I'm telling the story, and just like right now. I'm telling the story, and I'm like, why am I telling you the story, Joel? Nobody gives – like, why would you give a shit? Like, like, there was no punchline. There was just like, I bought a – we have a bed that we're using. Fucking idiot. And now it's, now it's on the show, so we got our wish. There we go.
1: Next time, I'm just going to hit record as soon as that the Skype connection is made because we don't want to miss any audio gold like that.
0: It, it, was, it was like one of those moments where you're just having a conversation, and you're like, why am I even – like I could, I could hear your eyes rolling in the back of your head. Like, why is this asshole talking about a fucking bed? <laughs> like, <sighs> unbelievable. Yeah, no, we really should just let. I'm gonna see. We should just save. Like, I'm sure Dan has the edits, like of everything. Like, bef- e- well, yeah, we don't. We usually talk for about 15 minutes and then we hit record. Um. All right, but what, what other questions we got? Uh, Vase Collector 420 says, who trains the Young
1: Lions in the dojo? Is it active roster guys or other fellas? So my understanding is, you know, guys like Liger and Nagata, people like that, right?
0: Yeah, for the most part, right? And I'm sure there's people that just stop in and, and you know, give their two cents. But, yeah, for the most part, it's those, those veteran guys that are, that are doing the, the heavy lifting, Nakanishis, um those type of guys that are doing a, a lot of uh, what you see for the Young Lions.
1: I'm going to quickly plug another podcast. I know I'm not supposed to do this. On the Talk is Jericho podcast, there was a really good interview with Jay White and he talks about his time at the dojo and there are some funny stories from that. Like one time where the phone was ringing and there's only Okada, who obviously is not a young lion at that point and Jay White's there and jay white can't speak japanese so the phone's ringing and <laughs> jay white's just looking at okada like you're gonna help me out here mate and okada's just sort of looking back at him like oh nope, you gotta get it you're the young boy and then uh wow uh jay white has to answer the phone and he answers in japanese and says, well I, just, I shouldn't ruin this anecdote should i you should go and listen to it
0: i mean i mean i'll never listen to it. so uh no i mean okay I'm- he
1: answers the phone and in japanese he says uh Hello, this is the New Japan Dojo, Jay White speaking. I can't speak Japanese, in Japanese. and It was a tiger mask on the phone, so it wasn't a problem in the end. But apparently everyone in the room was laughing, and it was very funny.
0: That's good. Um, You know what's a good thread, speaking of dojo stories, is um, Chris Charlton. And again, I'm not on the Twitter often, but every once in a while, I'll pop him. And Chris Charlton had a thread. He bought this book about pro-wrestling and eating so it's all these wrestlers sharing stories about food and life on the road and how food uh and what they eat and all these different side stories so interesting like you had like Uh, you
1: know what damon sorry to interrupt but i did have that on the show notes but i decided to delete it because i thought it was a bit too out there but i'm glad you brought it up are you going to
0: talk about nakanishi Nakanishi on there, um, Bull Nakano talking about steroids, um, and how doctors were like, you know, you really probably shouldn't do it, and she was like, I don't give a shit, I just gotta get bigger, um, uh, and how, like, the all, uh, the all-Japan women, uh, were, like, you know, when you started out, you were eating, like, just fucking cabbage, and you were just putting hot sauce on it, just for taste, and- Baba and his obsession with filet fish, McDonald's filet fish sandwiches, uh, just so many, just just the thread is super long. So you got to go back in his timeline if you haven't. Definitely, uh, and I I kept waiting for him to update it because every time he posted was something that was just like, oh my god, that's a great story. Oh my god, that's a great story. Uh, Nakanishi's one, you sh- share that one. That that that's a good one too. Um, my favorite. Bit of that was him i think getting banned from a hotel because
1: he ate too much at the breakfast
0: yeah yeah well they were closing up like they, they said that they, he got there late and uh, they were closing up so he was just like you know just cleaning them out and they told him you know i guess there's uh you know when when i don't speak japanese but you know when they there's always c- constant words coming at you when you leave a restaurant you know they're they're like you know thank you for coming or i'm assuming is what they're saying either that or get the fuck out you dumb american <laughs> um it's uh th- that didn't happen for him it was just like they kind of pushed him out the door um but then he he was saying that like he just eats his big breakfasts but then he'll he won't eat a lunch or a dinner um so it's not like it's like those are his meals throughout the entire day which you would assume But, um, yeah, it's such a great thread. Like, that whole entire thread was really good. Okay, uh, next question. What happened to Captain New Japan?
1: Uh, Was it something... I heard some scuttlebutt about gambling rumors. I don't know. Something like that. Did you hear that?
0: Yeah, I forget exactly what it was, but it was something weird. And plus, you know, he was the butt of jokes for a lot of people. And um, I'm sure he was respected, but... um, yeah, the Bone Soldier thing did him no favors either and and that was it. Uh, will there be a bar meetup in advance
1: of the MSG show?
0: Definitely. Um Yeah, I think of some Just, kind. I mean, listeners we'll, are not invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't listen. Um I yeah, I think Voices is 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 kind of planning something for for our team, like our site, and then I'm sure we'll have Voices a karaoke, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm sure we'll have something where it's it might be a little bit spontaneous thing. I don't know how because we're not, we're I'm I'm not a great planner of shit. Yeah, and we're not as think,
1: organized as WH Park.
0: Yeah, WH Park really carried the fucking load on that one in Tokyo. But I'm sure we'll do something. I'm sure it'll be a tweet, or you'll know about a week, like like a week in advance. We'll be like, I right, just everybody just meet here, and it seems like a fun place, and we'll just go there. And get some Guinness. Um, so to answer the question, yes, we will have something. But to tell you what that is and make something official right now, pfft, I don't even know. I don't I got to worry about laundry tonight. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do April.
1: Uh, AEW seems to have really sparked folks towards a more widespread division of power in pro wrestling. Any thoughts on anyone else striking whilst the iron is hot stateside that
0: is like a new promotion? Not sure. Because that's that's not that's easier said than done, right? Starting a, a pro wrestling promotion. I will say this that at least in Philadelphia, there's uh there was a promotion over the weekend. And I know I would love I think I actually Eric got me a ticket, but I was I've been so sick this whole entire fucking week. It's been brutal. I haven't been out of the house in a week. I'm I'm a fucking mess. I don't and I don't know if I'm going to Charlotte, to be honest with you, just because I'm I, I can't fucking seem to recover. And if I get everybody sick, they're not only will they hate the show, they'll hate me. They already hate me. Um the, but they started a promotion. It was they had he had uh he sp- guy spent some money. Um Stan Hansen was on this show. He didn't wrestle, but you know Hansen was there, Abby was there. Uh it was the Bruiser Brody Cup or something like that. And I'll tell you what you know who who was on this show, and I heard positive things. Uh, Michael Elgin was on this show, um, and he made it to the finals against Tommy Dreamer. And apparently, Elgin was working heel, and uh, yeah, I mean that, that 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 I thought that was uh, an interesting thing, especially you know in the United States, in a city like Philadelphia, who is uh, you know they have they have to have good memories, so. Uh, I thought that was a, 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 a you We know, got the, the guy spent some money to bring in, uh, to bring in talent. So, uh, Sammy Callahan was on this show. Who else was on this show? Bobby Fulton, of all people, was on this show. Um, so, he brought in people. So, hopefully, we'll see more of that um, in the near future. Because I got to be honest with you, like, I think Philly's getting a little stale. Whereas before, Philly used to be, used to be pretty jumping with shows, and it's gotten a little, little, little stale. So uh, some new fresh blood that spices some things up, I think it's a good thing.
1: Uh, also, what would you guys think of one of the young lines adopting my new genius gimmick, jazz saxophonist babyface with sultry valet? Love the show, Hontoni. Now, that just sounds like a less good version of Taichi, so I'm saying no, because we've already got a musician with a sultry valet.
0: Yeah, she is amazing, isn't she? Sultry is a great word for her. She's sultry, all right. Whoosh. Uh yeah, I I I would agree. I don't want a watered down version of that that I'm not even the biggest fan of.
1: <laughs> okay, Joe asks, will NJPW Young Lions go on excursion to AEW? I can't see it happening myself not not in the next year at least. I mean, if they do develop a working relationship somewhere down the line when AEW has taken shape, but certainly not in the short term.
0: Yeah, that seems to be the public stance, right? That's what uh Uncle Harold was 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 mentioning there. Hey, we want to find out what what their stance on pro wrestling is before we make any commitments. So uh, possibly, sure, of course, absolutely, possibly. Right now, mm, probably not.
1: Yeah, I should try and find that thing with Harold. He said, uh, AEW is a new organization to start from now, and I do not know what kind of relationship we would make. I think that it is necessary to figure out what policy they would develop on pro wrestling. And that was uh, translated by Twitter, uh, at uh Kakutolog, that's K-A-K-U-T-O-L-O-G. I always like to credit people for their translation work and other stuff they do on Twitter. Uh, Anyway, next question. Jeff says, what are the odds Kitamura replaces Izuka as the big psycho biter of suzuki Gun? He has the amateur background that fits the ground and kind of resembles him physically. Um, What do you think? Maybe um, Izuka passes on the iron claw to Kitamura. Would be a good time for Kitamura to make his comeback and Izuka's retirement match. Um I could see it.
0: I think I kinda want more for him. <laughs> right? Um I, I would want more for him. I and I like
1: I was gonna say there's no sort of big powerhouse you go in Suzuki gun but you got killer elite squad. That's exactly yeah. what they are, so yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, we've got to go. Let's fast. question them. Yeah. Uh Liam says uh start an idol group with NJPW wrestlers. They got to sing a song at the intermission of each show, maximum four. Uh well, Reppongi 3K, they their whole aesthetic is based on idol culture, isn't it? So they've got to be in it. Um yeah. yeah Rocky cuz he you know he's doing the vocals for the songs and um, maybe Rocky and Taichi can do a, a dual vocals there. So there you go. I think I, I think group. you
0: answered it perfectly from the idol group perspective. I will say this though, uh somebody clued me in on an idol group. Uh I mean, look, I'm not really up on the idol group scene, but there's one. Do you are you familiar with the uh idol group, what do they call themselves? Twice, is it? Which one is? It? What are they called? Uh let me see. I'm looking in Reddit right now, so Please bear with me as I as I waste time talking about this silliness. Um Twice, yeah, TWICE. It's an all female idol group. Oh my lord. I mean Yikes a rude, gentlemen. <laughs> they, they are they are they are they are alright. They are all right, those twice gals. They are doing all right for themselves. I I would just imagine just being them for one day. Just to be that beautiful for one day. Oh, God. What a life they must live. All right. Look them up. Yeah, I went
1: went to Seoul. Uh, This is a Korean group, right? So I went to Seoul last year. And it's just absolutely staggering. The idol culture there and the pop music. And you're just bombarded by it everywhere. Everywhere you go, every shop, screens. It's just there's like beautiful women (laughs) singing songs and doing pop music just everywhere.
0: Yeah. Ah, what a life. I tell you, it really is. What a life. And here's the thing. Like, they just – it's not even – I just like their fashion sense, too, as ridiculous as that sound, coming from a 40-something-year-old. (laughs) man, I just like their fashion sense. Like, I just think they look sharp and put together and always just tight and – I don't know There's subject- i mean i was i'm I'm looking at this reddit group scrolling through and then they post like five hundred pictures a day and I'm just looking through like like my god how can how could you go through life being that unbelievably beautiful like beautiful and there's like four or five uh, in the group, all of them like my goodness gracious, lucky ah some people are just 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 they get they get the they get the good deal. Where was I? Where was I at? <laughs> Left out the cold somewhere. My stupid family. I think you're good stink. looking, Damon. So does Oh, me. not like them. Not like them. Oh, nobody. Oh. Yeah, could, have you seen? The, just, just do a search. Do
1: yeah, a, I, I'm looking. I'm on Google image search. Yeah. Right? To be honest, w- when we started this podcast this evening, I wasn't expecting music, Damon, to start talking about K-pop. But there you go. Stranger <sighs> things have happened.
0: I tell you what. They are unbelievable all right Santa oh, all right very good enough of that. <laughs> okay
1: uh, let's uh, drag ourselves away from that Um, yeah. how much do you know about dogs Damon
0: uh, I know a little bit like my wife uh, she was heavy into uh, rescues um, so I know a little bit about them sometimes they intimidate me like the bigger ones I get a little frightened by them because I think they're going to gnaw my face off but uh, overall a little bit what do you got
1: Okay, I know nothing about dogs, so maybe you can answer this question. Okada, Tanahashi, Naito, and White, what sort of dogs would they be?
0: Oh, boy. Um, I would say Tanahashi would be like a Doberman Pinscher, like something a little bit more, or like one of those, uh, yeah, yeah, like a Doberman Pinscher kind of thing. I'm, I'm See, I think it's... Uh, I think like, like Okada is one of those... Um, like a, like a royal lap dog. <laughs> like one of those, you know... Uh, well, maybe Golden Jay Retriever. White. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that, maybe. Uh, Jay White. And who else? Uh,
1: it was the big four, so... uh, uh Tana, Nito okay.
0: Naito. Naito would probably be like a... Like a bulldog. Like an English bulldog, maybe. Um, no, some sort of lazy of- dog. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like a little meatball. Um, maybe Okahada would be like a sharp hay or something like that. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, yeah. Twitter
1: questions: Udit Sharma 15 says, What is your and Damon's favorite finishing move in NJPW? Ooh. Since finishing moves mean a lot there, uh, that's a good question. I, I'm very fond of one-winged angel. Uh, because I like moves that are protected and you know that when it's hit the other guy's not kicking out of it so then when it lands there's you get the impact of the move and also knowing that the match is finished and that also applies to bad luck fall but one week danger I like it because th- there's this conclusive nature of it and also it's also ripe to a lot of counters when you see the guy get hoisted up for it they might struggle out of it they might counter it into another move they might counter it into a roll up so that's one of my favourites uh, what about you?
0: uh abushi's the uh, what phoenix Plex, is it phoenix uh, splash uh, mm-hmm. i like uh what's the the is it the golden trigger where the, it's, it's both kenny and 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 abushi with the knee strike i like that right and
1: when they they both illegally pin them at the end of the match
0: yeah i like that <laughs> um
1: Blade Runner, I, I like that. That's got a good, Blade good out of I, I, nowhere capacity yeah. to it.
0: I like, I like the, I like the, I like the, just the opposite of that though. I like the high fly flow in the sense that it's such a build of him climbing the ropes, right? Like him hit, like when he does, the, you know, he hops over the top rope and he's scaling the ropes and he, he's up there and he fucking hits it. Because you, cause you're, it's that anticipation of him hitting it. Uh, and you're like, get your fucking ass up there, you you battered mead prick. Get up the fucking and Is the ropes. other guy going to roll out the way? Right. Are they going to get
1: their knees up?
0: Right, right. So that, to me, helps make that move so much more impactful because it's just you're dying with every fucking step he's climbing up those ropes to, going up there. Um, switch plate is good. Right. Um, Raymaker's great. Are you a fan of Destino? Yeah, I've been rewatching stuff and again I
1: like the way that it's a kind of an elaborate setup, so it's right to get countered like when Okada at Wrestle Kingdom last year caught him halfway through and turned it into a uh, spinning tombstone and then Raymaking him to win the match and Naito's little legs kicking frantically as he got stuck halfway on Destino. I thought that was quite a cool visual. I've always complained about it, that it's a bit clunky and awkward looking, but uh, I'm starting to appreciate the versatility of it. I think a running Destino looks great. So smooth, and it just looks devastating when he sort of gets to a little run up on it and just sort of swings himself over and splats them on the floor.
0: Yeah, I think you got to throw in... Any one of Zach's incredible submission finishes.
1: Yeah, orienteering with Napalm Death, where it's like yeah. that kind of banana split thing, and it looks like you know they're, he's splitting them like a wishbone. That's pretty cool.
0: How about Suzuki's gotch-style power driver? Yeah,
1: and again, I like the delayed setup to it that you know, hoists them up, and you're waiting. Are you going to see the kicking legs? Is it going to be reversed? And that's another one that people don't kick out of.
0: Yeah. So we got a kind of laundry list there. I mean, those are. I I really, for me, it's more of which ones do I not like, right? It's which ones am I like? Oh, I don't like this, you know, and that, and that's few and far between. I, I like those and I'm, I'm I'm actually racking my brain thinking, All right? Which ones don't I like? Not many, not many. I think uh, I think overall, I think. I think there's probably more, definitely more that I that I like and enjoy. And again, I like the fact that they're even like something like Bad Luck Fall. That's you know, protected. You're up there. You got to wiggle your ass out of that thing. If not, you're dead. You're fucking dead. I like that. But that's that's a, that's just another thing that makes New Japan great. The those protected finishes.
1: David says, "What are the chances of you two cosplaying together as Moy Dix moys at the Dome next year?" Now, I've just sent you a picture in our WhatsApp group of Dix Moys. <laughs> Which well, one are you going to be, Damon?
0: i tell you what. Any one of those three on the left, that, w- that was me in high school, my friend. I got news for you.
1: Oh, now I want to see pictures.
0: I have, uh, I got to find the yearbook that it's in. But yeah, I have, That's that, that's me, kid. That's pretty much me, so that wouldn't be that wouldn't be too difficult. Be like stepping back in time. Muy Dick Um I could. I mean, I can't pull that off now. I would need some help from a uh, a wig of some kind. But uh, I would say it's a zero. Here's the problem with that, though. Especially that day. That that's a busy day. We can't be playing fucking dress up. You know what I mean? We we are a busy busy beaver that day. Yeah, oh. we'll be
1: wearing super J class T-shirts because I wish we had done that last year. Well, no, See, I wish we wore them at Dash because if we do get on this little video featurette that is going to be released soon, then I'm going to be kicking myself at the lost opportunity for a bit of uh, promoting the brand.
0: Emotional. Yeah, I mean, I you I, I gave them to you the, the, that day. I oh, know, but I
1: didn't wear them, and you didn't wear yours either. So,
0: well, I didn't naughty like, us. I, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest with you. I felt like like I don't know. I just. I don't know. I just felt weird wearing it. I, I did. I I had it and I didn't put it on. I. let's put it this way. I had it in my hand and I was like, uh, I'm gonna go with the Lion Mark T-shirt. I had it in my hand. I just I just felt weird doing it. So, but if it, it blame me, blame me. But yeah, you know, I forgot about that. We might that might be coming out soon, right? That yeah. little uh, little piece. I hope we make the cut on that. I think we did good on that, right?
1: Yeah, uh, well, they're asking our favorite bits of Wrestle Kingdom, so I think it's like uh, memories of Wrestle Kingdom kind of thing. It was the same lady that did the G1 video last year, which uh, was really good, and the one Fraser was in.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I assume he's going to be in this one as well. All right, we better make the cut. Do you think we look good? Do you think we looked all right? I saw the picture. I remember the picture that, that uh, Fraser took. We looked all right, right? We looked look presentable. We looked like maniacs. We always look great, David. You're such a sweetheart. All right. uh, Other questions, I'm sure, right? Uh,
1: Matthew says, choose any wrestler to swap hairstyles with current blue Kawato-san. Maybe the Minoru Suzuki Mohawk.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's badass. I mean, you've got to be a tough guy to fucking pull that off, though. You know, walk the streets with that. You know, you've got to be able to handle yourself. Um, Who other's hair? Jay White's hair is pretty fucking good. That's that's. That's some good, yeah, yeah, that a good. Yeah, that was a good,
1: good joke on the uh, Fantastic Mania shows. Tom, new commentator, said uh Jay White and Evil are using the same hair dye.
0: Ah, really? Okay. Um,
1: no, that was a joke. I don't know, I know. if they are, but <laughs> the same right. shade of I don't know blue, How, you think of, green, what, what, bluish green.
0: What, yeah, what would you think of the commentary team? You, I, I didn't watch a lot of the. I didn't catch the Fantastic Mania stuff, so I. I feel. I I can't. Did you watch any of it? Did you see did you hear any of the uh Mavs and uh Tom uh Yeah, I, I thought
1: it was good. I heard positive feedback pretty much unanimously. Uh and it is hard when you've got a brand new commentary team and you, you need to sort of work out the you know when to lay out who's going to speak when. Uh but I thought they did a really good job and uh Tom obviously very knowledgeable about the product and was providing a lot of good sp- Backstory information, especially in that uh, My Dad is a Heel Wrestler tag team match, which was a lot of fun because I haven't seen the movie, so it was quite useful for me as a viewer to be filled in on you know what the deal was there because as someone who hasn't seen it, it might have been a bit confusing. So, yeah, I like the way that they seem to have sort of different tiers of commentators and, it, yeah, um, thought it was good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah I like that. I like. I, hey, listen, Kevin Kelly needs a break every once in a while. I saw him. Uh, I saw a picture of him out at a ski resort, taking the family out there and uh, hitting the slopes out there in Pennsylvania. Uh, hey, you, you know he needs a break. So uh, I'm glad. And again, we call him the B team, but you know Mavs is that uh, when he's been, when we <laughs> we talk about the tap on the shoulder. When he gets a tap on the shoulder, he's doing all right for himself. And, and you know he's he's one of those guys that that's relatively new to the product. Um, He's been a fan for a while. Um, And and when they're able to bring in new people and to have it seamlessly, seamlessly integrate, it's good stuff.
1: Cool. All right. Uh, Liam says, top five snacks apart from crisps. There is a British pub snack called Scampi Fries, which I love. And not just because it's called Scampi, um, but Scampi... for those people who don't know it's like a kind of like a, a shrimp a prawn that is uh deep fried in like a, a breadcrumb coating uh so scampi fries are kind of supposed to be like that and they've got kind of a taste like that and lemon and i always used to have them at the pub like when i was little you know if i go to the pub with my dad he'd buy me a little bag of scampi fries so that's one of my favourite snacks um I don't know if this has to be snacks sort of in the same vein as crisps or just general snacks. Uh, bovril on toast is the snack of king. So Bovril is what like is it? this. It's called Bovril and it's it's this British thing which is beef extract and it's like a kind of beefy paste that is supposed to be used to make hot beef soup, like on a cold uh. night. You'd have it up north. You know, you go to a football match, you can have a cup of Bovril in the cold. But it's really good on spread on a slice of. Hot toast, hot buttered toast. Bit of Bovril on the top. It's delicious. Other people you might have like uh, Marmite on toast or Vegemite on toast, but Bovril is uh, Marmite slash Vegemite's superior beefy cousin. So that's another good snack. You fucking uh, joined... eat
0: anything on toast, you know that? <laughs> Beans <laughs> on toast, yeah. Anything on toast? What is it with Cheese the toast? on toast. Yeah, what the fuck is it with the toast? Give me some snacks
1: that you like, Damon, apart from crisps. All
0: right, well, first of all, the fucking packaged waffles they, 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 these little waffles uh that you get at uh you know any convenience store in Tokyo um and they have this like the, 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 this crispy sugary glaze on top of it so you bite into it and there's a little little crunch right from the sugar the crystallized sugar that's on top of these waffles Oh, it is so fucking good and i have one left so i need i need to restock on those um let me see here. It's like, what, what is our go to snack in this house? Um, not much, because uh, fucking trying to lose weight. Um, what do I? What hey, I, what about those snacks that I got you from China?
1: Uh, right, like for example, those. the the peanuts with yes! the chili and the Sichuan peppercorns. That's very that's a big specialty here. I Let me like, tell you something.
0: Lot. I tore through those fuckers, and they were great. And they were spicy. Like you get spicy shit here, and it's not really that spicy that that was spicy that was that was something where i was like whoa fuck me that's good um there was uh the pringles chips um it was kind of like a what was the flavor it was the in the blue can
1: it was like a braised pork or something
0: yeah 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 um l- l- let me put it this way those those didn't make it fucking home right Yeah. I, I, I tore through those fucking things um there was only one that where i was just like uh and it was the one in the red bag and it was like uh it looked like uh like a chicken. Gong bao dish. chicken. Yeah, yeah, that one was like uh but every all oh, the other ones were great. Oh, fucking tremendous. Um I'm trying to think like what like what but, but like what would be like the American my go to American snack? Um Twinkie, you're a fan of Twinkies? No. I don't th- those things don't taste like they just taste like sugar. Um but I do like like, like I, I I, I am a fan of like, like a good bakery pastry. Like that's that's what I have here. Like a, like a good cheese Danish. Oh, I could fuck it. You know, one that's really good, but not like just like store bought bullshit. Like like we're in a real bakery. I could go for a fucking baked good. That's for sure. Krispy Kreme donuts. Yes. Big Krispy Kreme donuts. We have one that's like like a, a block or two away from us. Those, those, are, those are tough because you see that, that sign and you know that they're hot and you're like, oh, I can just pull in the driveway, get one, and that'd be that. So I that, like the raspberry
1: glazed ones. Jam donuts just my yep. favorite.
0: But honestly, my, my, my go-to snack is like a sugar-free monster. It really is. Like I'd rather, I'd rather drink something than eat something. I, that's what's really weird. And a lot of the calories that I consumed – aren't really, like, crazy sugary things. Like, in the pet when I really, like, mapped out and looked at what I was eating, it wasn't like I was eating, like, a half a fucking birthday cake. It was, I was drinking nine Guinnesses, you know what I mean? Or I was, like, drinking a Gatorade, you know? Or just mindless, dumb calories that... But because like a, I constantly drink, like I have a trash can in my office, and when I'm working, and you know LaCroix or Lacroix or whatever the sparkling water, you know what I mean? They're in a can. Uh, I don't know that
1: brand, but yeah, I know a sparkling flavored water. like a flavored sparkling water. Sure,
0: I I, I I drink them like they're going now. They have no calories apparently, but still, they can't be good for you, I'm sure. But I I I I go through cases a week of just drinking stuff so that's my that's my that's my worst is drinking mindless calories but there you go all right very good what else uh, Steven says of-
1: if Naito Okada is at the dome this year who takes the icy title off Naito you'll say not Taichi but let's say if it's not Taichi who do you pick as the guy who's going to get the rub from beating Naito and taking that title I just, uh, <coughs> excuse me Zack Sabre Jr. would be my pick
0: because they got history.
1: And um, I think Zach is due a singles title run with a New Japan singles title. I know he's doing a great job with the Rev Pro one, but I think IC would be a good fit for him. And that white belt, if he brings back the white Splix jacket, I think he would look awesome.
0: Ooh, yeah. I like that white look, too. Yeah, um, yeah that's, I think it's a solid pick. Uh, that's somebody who, it feels like, could still use that, that bump. Um And a a nice little singles run would be nice as well. So I'll go. And and then it'll show some commitment to him. Uh, Yeah, I like that pick
1: a lot. Lee says, how come Ujero has fallen so far? Is he just demotivated or a bit lazy? Seems odd that he's such an afterthought that he's at the level of chase. That's an interesting one because, you know, he's a guy who you always get exactly one good singles match out of him in a calendar year and last year he it was a new japan cup match with juice robinson which was great and i you know hopefully we'll get another good new japan cup match out of him but then nothing for the next 12 months so
0: what went wrong there you know what i don't know if anything necessarily went wrong i just think that because at a certain point you have to think that you know maybe he's just cool being who he is right and and that's and maybe physically that's just not something he's interested in, in killing himself, uh for you know, to to do to do what? You know, I people joked about Taguchi, too, and how he sort of reinvented himself to be this goofy comedy guy. And even Yano. I mean, Yano, you you go back into the early two thousands, and Yano was was almost, you know, a tough guy. And 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 a, and considered one of the better mat wrestlers of of the entire New Japan crop. And look at him now. So again, maybe it's just an evolution, and 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 what he feels is good for his body and the the money to pain ratio, and and he's got a nice spot. You know, he doesn't have to worry about nonsense, and 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 he's liked by everybody, and. You know, maybe that's you know, maybe what he's being paid considering what he's asked to do, he might be loving life. He might be the happiest guy in the fucking promotion. Right? So not everybody has to be a superstar. Not everybody has to be champion. Maybe there's some people that kind of just like the fact that they're middle of the card. They get to do comedy for eight months out of the year, and every once in a while, just like you said, they get a tap on the shoulder and they go when they have to go.
1: David says your thoughts on the Jay White changed the world video. So uh, this was a video on YouTube by Forrest Sauer about Jay White and all the stuff that makes him stand out the that stuff, a little attention to detail in his matches that make him so great. Uh, David says it made me appreciate Jay White even more. Did you get a chance to watch this Damon?
0: Yeah, I watched that and I watched a couple of others of uh, this person's videos. Um, I will say this, that, that, they he does a really great job in pointing out little tiny uh details that that can be used to construct uh a narrative um and that 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 attention to detail and that and that fine watching that uh, is done it's it, i don't i don't have the 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 mind for that like like i don't have the eye for that That takes somebody who is very, and I could be wrong, the guy could be completely the opposite, but he feels like he he watches intently and he watches with a purpose and he watches and he picks up on those subtleties that maybe it takes me a little bit longer to kind of get. get. So I appreciate the fact that he's taking the time to point that stuff up because it it does help my watching of them moving forward. Uh, They're good videos. You may not agree with every one of his opinions. Like he did one on Kenny Omega. Uh and yeah, you know, he he's not a fan of the, of Kenny Omega. That's that's for fucking sure. Um and but but it at, at the very least what those videos are are whether you agree with them or don't and there's a lot that I agree with that he says. Uh some stuff that I don't. Um but he lays out the argument and presents the facts in a way where you could you could be like, okay, I see your point, and I think that's really the at the end of the day, that's that's what those videos' purposes are. Is okay. Here's you might think X. I think this, but um, here's wh- why I think this. Um, and uh, again, you might not, you might have a different opinion, and you might be able to formulate in your own thoughts why you might not think that that that's accurate. But uh, the way that they're laid out. I think that he does a really good job and a real solid job, and I think people can watch those videos and and you know kind of reinforce what they think or see a point of view that maybe you didn't see before.
1: Yeah, I've always got a lot of time for someone like that who obviously puts a lot of time and thought and effort and care into creating a project like that, and that there's a creative vision to it. Like I, I like the little thing with the the elite epidemic video that he made it the same length as a kenny omega match it was like had to be exactly 34 minutes and 10 seconds or something i can't remember exactly what it was but so it was a nice little touch there that uh there was a, a creative vision behind it so always in favor of people expressing themselves like that i thought that was pretty cool um, next question, Matt says, if Jay White wins the belt at New Beginning, what does his reign look like? I guess a loss at Dominion to Naito after some wins over the likes of Ishii, Sanada, etc. He can then lose to Okada in the G1 finals to set up Okada challenging Naito at the Dome. So if our prognostication is correct and Jay White does win the title, what do you think the reign looks like?
0: I think it's long and lengthy. It's pretty hot. <laughs> um, no, I really do. I think I don't think this is a a fluke a slip on a banana peel i think i i it feels to me and i've been wrong before but i i i i feel this way and i think there there are a lot of people that i respect that feel the same way that this is this is the start um and again watch us you know come march and be like well that didn't happen now what <laughs> um but it just you know it kind of feels to me that this is set up for a, a win, a big win, and uh, someone who's going to hold on to that title for uh, a decent amount. I, I, I really feel like, at the very least, until Dome season. Until Dome season.
1: I don't know, because sometimes they do give people a short title reign just to elevate them to that level, like... Yeah, I think AJ Naito. Styles, first reign was a quick one. Yeah, Naito, so they just gave him that, was it from Invasion Attack until Dominion, just to give him a boost. And I think that was just after Nakamura and Styles and those guys had left. So they needed to bump him up and say, yeah, look at this guy. He is at a main event tier talent. He's IWGP heavyweight title level. So Yeah, but
0: you know what, though? He, I think that, that, that that's already been established, though. And I and I think with the two the back to back semi main events at Wrestle Kingdom, I think the entire calendar year of of bringing them to that point. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Two wins over Okada, a win over Tanahashi, a win over Kenny Omega. They've yeah. they've done that legwork already.
0: It feels like they have, right? So that would be the equivalent of you know that that cup of coffee with the title. I just feel, I just. I don't. I I see this being really something significant. Um. And again. It depends on your definition of what length the title reign is, but I I, I would not be shocked. And I and, and I would put my chips on uh, him holding on to that title until dome season.
1: Andrew says, has Damon adopted Arsenal as his Premier League team or has he chosen elsewhere?
0: Um, no, I think Arsenal would be it, just because I, I like to see you happy and get your wins and, and, and all that. Um I mean, I like teams for certain reasons. Like, I can't. I, I like. I, I'll watch it if it's like if it's on. If I'm flipping channels and I see it's on, I'll I'll leave it on a lot of times. But like, I don't go out of my way to watch. Um, I guess one of the reasons is, is it's on really early in the morning. Um, it's on like seven o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning, um, live. Um, but I like different teams for different reasons. But for but for like the stupidest reasons. Like I'll I'll be like I'll root for City because of fucking Oasis. You know what I mean? Like, well, who cares about that? That's a, that's a ridiculous reason to root for a team. But you know, uh, but no, yeah, I guess I've adopted Arsenal because uh, because again, I like to see uh, like to see you get your wishes, get your uh, get your trophies.
1: Oh, you're so sweet, David. You know. Uh, next question. I am Kamach for says shoot some key UG Nagata matches my way.
0: Uh, <laughs> All right, go, a Wrestle Kingdom go. There's a Wrestle Kingdom Nagata. Was it Makabe? And it's a bloodbath. It's an absolute fucking brawl, bloodbath. Holy shit! You know, match, and it's a really good match too. But it is a bloodbath. You start there. That's that's not a bad one. I, that's the first one when I, when somebody says Yuji uh, Nagata. Pff, what, that match is underrated in the in in the entire. Uh, world of of uh, of Wrestle Kingdom uh, kind of gets lost in the shuffle. I was going to say uh,
1: uh, uh, Tanahashi in Nagata's last G1. So that was G1 2017. That's where Tanahashi point. slaps him so hard repeatedly across the face that he actually draws blood. I remember that being a really good one.
0: Yep. Yep. I mean, and there's, there's, um, uh, no, what I was, I was kind of flipping through and somebody had it on, um, <clears throat> I think what I'm going to say it was on squared circle uh in Reddit. Um his match against uh what was it who did he fight? Uh I, I, I'm gonna butcher another name. He probably wrestled for Pancreas. Um, <laughs> uh, um you have a good match with
1: Masato Tanaka at Wrestle Kingdom three.
0: Mm, trying to remember
1: I'm gonna be totally wrong about this. I need to check and if I'm wrong, I'm gonna make editor Dan delete it delete to make it? it seem like one uninterrupted stream of success.
0: Okay. I like this. One. I know we should crack open our eggshell. Yes, I was
1: right. Yuji negative against Masasa Tanaka for the uh World Heavyweight Championship. Uh zero one world heavyweight championship. That was pretty good.
0: Yeah. I mean, like there's a lot of title defenses that were really good. Um start there I mean honestly go start there and that's that's that'll that'll take you at least a couple hours to, to dig through and um, and watch start there that's that's some good stuff all
1: right four questions left Grizzly Shark says put Hinari in the bullet club not really a question but he fits like a glove follow connection led by Kiwi has badass islanders here the media tend to lump Maori and Pacific Islanders together so uh, I'm all for Maoridom but the gimmick isn't really working um, what do you think do you think Hinari needs a new coat of paint and To be put as a heel in the Bullet Club? Uh,
0: I'll go 50 50. Yes, I feel like he does need a new coat of paint. He doesn't necessarily need to be, you you know, like he's the New Zealand equivalent of Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You know what I mean? With the, you know, just the stereotypical, just be, you don't have to be that. Just be something else. You know, be. There's more to your character and who you are than that. Um, That being said, he would just get lost in Bullet Club. He would be doing jobs in Bullet Club. He would be bottom feeder in tag matches. And I don't think anybody wants that. So, yes, I do feel like a new coat of paint would be great. Uh, Let's make that without a shade of Bullet Club.
1: Podmania says, Power Rank possible names for the Copper Box show in London. Now, you know, they seem to be going like we're getting things like strong style evolved, fighting spirit unleashed. I think they could come up with something a bit more creative for this one. So, yeah. mm, possible name for a show show in London? I'm thinking capital capital carnage. That's been done, hasn't it? That's been uh, done
0: by <laughs> Jim Hurd. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the thing the about room. wrestling is a lot like pizza. You got to put the, the yeah. toppings on the pizza. I- and-
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, it, it, I feel like it's you always need to have, and and it's one of those. <coughs> excuse me, one of those awful pro wrestling isms. God uh, like, save
1: the queen of strong style.
0: <laughs> right. <coughs> excuse me. Um, I I do like <coughs> the um, the way progress does their you know tip of the cap to music things and so does like pro wrestling gorilla i do like those um you know progress will have like when they run manchester they'll have like a stone roses type thing or a, um oasis thing or something like that or um i even saw like a Def leopard themed one you know it's just like i like that um i think those are kind of cool but back in the day it was always like Halloween hangover. And like you always had to have that what's what's is that alliteration? Or, yeah. you know, that, the, you know,
1: I, Which they do with like everyone's fucking nickname in WWE now, with Walter being the Austrian anomaly.
0: Ugh. Yeah, the the what was it the the what was, what was uh uh the modern day maharaja ugh. That was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> oh god, almighty I hate, I just hate that company so much, so fucking bring it. All right, um, great. Yeah, no. Uh, sh- uh, take take the take the progress queue and do something like that. That would that would be wonderful. Uh, they won't, but it'll be like strong style, fucking whatever. I, I that is one term that I, I'm so sick of. Strong style this and strong style that enough with a strong style stinks all right what
1: else one more question right two more questions lee says next year's wrestle Kingdom with two days to sell are they going to need to get noah all japan etc involved even if it's just say bring in and i don't think they're going to do that i think they've got yeah. enough guys enough stars on their roster to be able to put on two really really good cards yep. and but i just think politically like it wouldn't happen
0: now, yeah, right, what what that looks like right now is pure speculation, but I think that they have a game plan and the magic notebook is full of notes. And uh, barring uh, any any hiccups, I think uh, the plan is intact and uh, they're, they're going to be rocking and rolling with two solid dome shows.
1: Uh, last question Ishan says, rank the following in order of likelihood to flop at box office Double Tokyo Dome, Best of Super Juniors final at Sumo Hall, G1 Night 1 in Dallas. 7K to in the UK, and which, according to you, should be the main event of these in order to maximize ticket sales. Uh, it's, it's a bit early to be saying main events, but I guess out of those, the one most likely to flop, I'm a bit worried about the Dallas. G1 night in Dallas. 20,000, that's a lot.
0: That is a lot. Um, and again, what do you consider a flop? Does, it, does, the, does the fucker have to sell out? Uh, no, I don't think so, but... What would be? What would I don't know. Be? I think
1: what? less than. Uh, I think if you if they got half in there, would that look terrible?
0: Yeah, it's a big building. It's a big building. They can't get half. Half would not be a success.
1: Okay, ten thousand. It's twenty thousand seater, right? Yeah. So, what? What would a what less than fifteen thousand is that a disaster?
0: I wanted to say. I mean, again, what? What other? What other company? All ended. I mean, but they did one. Let's be honest here. Let's see what happens at two, three, and four. But, uh, what other company is bringing in ten, over ten thousand? seats fit you know what other companies doing that besides WWA right so is that is that not a success if they get ten thousand in a twenty thousand seat building? It is right
1: yeah you would think so I mean I'm just thinking by the metric of all in which was considered a a great success. What was that eleven thousand?
0: Yeah. Buildings are a little smaller than this though.
1: Yeah, and the goalposts are different. I think there's going to be a bit of, as we discussed earlier, a bit of caution. And I think you're going to get a lot of people waiting until names and matches are announced before they start committing to it, which, again, I said, probably a good thing. But if they do go with what I think they will go, which would be a strong, maybe like a double A block and B block, which is going to be, what, 10 Good quality singles matches with all the top names, then I think they'll be fine. So you have to, right? I mean, which to. which one is most likely to flop? I, I don't know the Double Tokyo Dome, possibly.
0: I think the Double Tokyo Dome. I think that the the one that will be the most successful is is the best of the Super Juniors at Sumo, right? Uh, I, I think that one is top of the list of of less uh, least worried. I really am least worried about that one. Because uh, I think just having it there and the but I think I think you're okay. Uh, Tokyo Dome are, are two big buildings, so you you kind of have to. That's that's your biggest fear. It's 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 your biggest buildings, um, and you don't want to have two shows that are okay in lieu of one show that's always great. Dallas is the one that, that concerns me the most. It's a big building. It's an it's a NHL, NBA arena set up for wrestling. You figure stage set up, maybe it's less than 20,000, right? Um, with stage set up and all that stuff. Uh, but still, you want that to be a good showing. Here's what they do have, and, and here's an advantage that they do have. When, because this is a G1, you might not necessarily know matchups, but you damn well sure can know who's going to be there. Because it's the first night of G1, right? You, you, you have plenty of time to announce who's going to be in G1. You really do. And it's not going to give away anything, right? And you could even say, okay, we're going to announce three-quarters of the people that are going to be there and leave some surprises later on right before the show or a week before the show or whatever. If you needed to do that for storyline purposes.
1: They're not going to do that though. You know they they've got those Kazuna Road shows, and the selling point of this Kazuna Road is that you know night one they're going to tell you who the twenty people are on the G1. Night two they're going to tell you who's in which blot, and night three they're going to tell you which matches are headlining which shows.
0: And they don't have to do that though. Well, they you think they mean?
1: do in order to sell out those Kazuna Road shows.
0: Just for the announcement? Yeah, I think that's quite a big draw of them. Wait, people are buying tickets for Kazuna Road shows so that they can see who it they can watch. Sit at home and watch that. Like, I don't think no, anybody's buying a there. ticket to go to arena. You know, for that announcement. I think it's a part of of the allure of people. Maybe it's to get people. people to
1: watch. Yeah,
0: yeah, the the excitement of it. The, you know, I mean, that's an extra factor. But I don't think anybody's buying a ticket for that. Right? Like, they can announce that at any time, and they could they. Again, that I think they almost have to. They, they Look, they owe it to—you know what? I'm going to take it back. They don't owe shit to nothing, right? They can do what they want. They don't owe anybody anything. But if they were smart, they would probably do diligence in, in at least saying, okay, these are the people that are going to be here, and they can do that because it's G1, night one. All you got to do is say these people are in the tournament and will be in Dallas— I think that would save them a lot of fucking headache.
1: Yeah, agree. It would make sense. So uh, if you're listening, Harold, then that's what you need to do.
0: Yes, we set you straight. We fixed We fixed everything for you for these US shows. We fixed it all for you.
1: All right, well, let's wrap this one up then. Uh, so first of all, I'm going to plug the Discords, which is great. If you want to meet lots of fun and cool and interesting people and chat about New Japan Pro Wrestling or Sumo or there's about 20 different channels on there, then uh, I believe the link to join that is in the show notes, and also probably pinned to the Twitter page, Uh, there's a sale at the moment in the Pro Wrestling T Store, 15% sale until Monday if you use the coupon code RUMBLE, so you can get yourself a t-shirt there, Voices Wrestling New Japan review book, that's good, got a lot of my stuff in there, a lot of my reviews actually, that I forgot that I'd written, and let's give a big thank you shout out to editor Dan please visit his YouTube channel 219films subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network for excellent stuff there's a really good episode of Music on the Map where Andrew Rich was talking about the WWF Aggression CD a CD I actually owned and I love that CD so um, definitely worth checking out that episode please give us a five snake review on iTunes you can follow us on Twitter at the Jcast thank you everyone for listening and goodbye